And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100% And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big Sean McCarthy. Well, I want to say welcome to everyone. We are in the midst of UFC 254. We are coming up on the co-main event of Robert Whitaker and Jared Cannonier. I cannot wait for that fight. We've had some exceptional fights, especially the Kinney versus Wood. What an incredible fight, Josh. We will talk about that one later, but we've got Cannonier against Whitaker and then the fight, Khabib against Justin Gaethje. I know that right now you're trembling in your little seat there because you're starting to get nervous. Your boy's about ready to come out. So we're going to give a little bit of the live way that when we watch fights, our reactions, hopefully if we get a couple questions from you, we can answer some of those. What's up, my man? Khabib time, baby. That's what's Khabib up. Time. Khabib time. <laughs> Enjoy. Big John, we're live. Let's go. So there, there might be a little bit of a lag because John's in Tennessee and uh, he sometimes is a tiny bit of a lag between John and I. John, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, see, there we go. Sometimes John, um, he, he like does what most women do. They tune me out when I talk. Oh. And, <laughs> and so sometimes he just doesn't talk to me. <laughs> but he's also very into the fight. So me, I'll just talk to the whole fight because, yeah, you know, that's what I do. I just talk. Um, let's see what, yeah. what we got, Dave. What who do we got on this thing? If you guys look, we have a little bit while they're doing the introduction stuff. You guys want to pop us off some questions and stuff? John and I can and podcast Dave here can read them off to us, our producer. Um, and we can kind of just kind of go through the fight with you guys as we're going. Cannoneer looks freaking phenomenal right now. I didn't know, I, and I and I know maybe I people are going to just crucify me for this. I didn't know that he was so big when he started in the UFC. He was a heavyweight. I did his first fight. He's fucking ripped, Dude, man. Ripped now. Not ripped. even the not, like. If I looked at him before, and, and I, which I saw when I saw the footage of him, I'm like, I thought maybe there was two candidates in the UFC, just one heavyweight and one. This is crazy. He looks phenomenal, and anyone that can do what he just did, like, is physically and just I, that's a lot of mental preparation right there. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. Dude. From Alaska, because when he first came in, I think they called him the Alaskan assassin. Yeah. And, then, and he was, you know, he wasn't fat, but, you know, he looked like a heavyweight. He had power then. Now he's two weight classes down. Yeah. He's going to, and you can tell, man, he's, he's, he hasn't lost strength. He's just gotten rid of a lot of that extra layer of fat that he had. Now with John Crouch, you see Benson Henderson in his corner. He's fighting as well as, anybody out there in the middleweights right now how many fights did he have at 205 john do you know i don't know off the top of my head i believe he only had two fights at 205 yeah i don't think i from what i understand the stint at 205 wasn't very long it was really nope. just for him to get his weight down yep yeah that's incredible look i'm gonna lean i'm leaning to whitaker uh you said that if whitaker doesn't take him down that he's gonna have a hard time with him i don't know man i, I just i i think kennedy is good i think he's good all the way around he's explosive I mean, outside of say Izzy, I don't think a lot of guys are gonna be able to beat Whitaker. He's good, good. But I like the idea that Izzy called out uh, Cannonier already. He's like, "Hey, if you get past Whitaker, you're next, son." Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Izzy, Izzy can do that, but Whitaker looks good too. Look at him, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. And he had it. I thought you know the one thing that Whitaker's last fight because both of them, Cannonier had Jack Hermanson, and 
Whitaker had that great battle with Till. Yeah. And I, the thing about the Till fight, he took some big shots, but worked his way through a lot of things. And I think he learned a lot as far as patience, because a lot of times he would sometimes get a little impatient. That kind of seemed to happen when he was fighting Izzy. And I thought the patience showed in that fight, and that's how he won. So. Yeah, but there's a difference between fighting uh, Darren Till and fighting Izzy. Izzy is just the length, yeah. the reach, the range, the speed, the technique, all the combos that come from different angles because of him. He's just such a different high-level uh, striker than uh, than Darren Till. Don't get me wrong. Darren Till's fucking phenomenal, and he's one of my favorite fighters to watch. But just overall, the technique is a lot different when they're fight- the two- when you're trying to compare the two. Cannon here to me though is it's gonna this can be a great fight. It's gonna be and I love seeing one and two fight. Like when they're when you guys have guys that are rankings, you very very rarely do we get to see number one fight number two, you know, or number two fight number three. It doesn't really happen that that often. It's normally like they try to put you with like a two number four, you know, or a four number six or something around there, you know. And so you don't really get to see the guys that are supposed to be evenly matched, you know, one on top of the other. If you guys are watching the fights, uh. You know, we might be a little bit uh, either. So we have some friends watching the, in my gym. We have some friends watching the fights in the front, and they're a little bit behind us. And you guys might be a little bit in front of us. So just be patient with us. You know, when you guys, you know, everyone's streaming from ESPN Plus, whatever it is, and so making sure that everyone's on the same um, stream is sometimes gets caught up. So just be patient. Yeah, with let's us. let's put the blame on ESPN Plus for not having everybody on the same time. It's it's strange though, because like they're in the Crazy. other room at the gym. I know. Man, this is what, and I gotta tell you, John, this is why I don't fucking buy it. I stream it illegally. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, the only reason why we bought this one today, John, is because Khabib is fighting. That's the only reason why I bought it. Put money in Khabib's pocket. Yeah. Well, I I like Justin. I like Justin a lot. Even though I think he's going to lose, I think I like Justin a lot. So I'm glad I could, you know. And the other thing, too, is basically when you buy the pay per view for, for Justin and Khabib, you're helping Justin's parents retire. And I have no better reason not to buy it than that. Like hardworking uh, families and parents. I mean, there's no better reason to buy it than to make sure that they can retire early. I love it. That's great. He's, I got to tell you, his, his whole uh, presser during the week talking about his parents being able to retire because of, you know, as soon as that bell rings and he starts fighting, I'm like, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome, man. Notice all the difference with the officials in this. There's, they had a problem, Josh. They had COVID, right? Last oh, week is what you they, said. They had a cut man who uh, did some stuff and yeah. didn't tell people, and then he created a problem for everyone. They flew Jason Herzog out here to do the main event fight, and he was sitting at home, and they called him and said, we need you. And I know he jumped on. He went through all kinds of different freaking uh, – quarantines and stuff so good job with jason herzog Shout he doesn't out. have to fight he's got to show up and ref calm down okay <laughs> Jeez. let's let's not put let's not put it like on the next level of like oh man he had so much on his mind he not had... on his mind he had to sit through Ooh. quarantines that will break that anybody nice. that was a nice little uh lower oh, kick there nice kick. <laughs> he might be a little bit behind me a little mm-hmm. shake up by that yeah. by whitaker there saying oh yeah, that was nice you took me off then you fell on your own good let's go baby josh someone said um you're gonna get killed in the comments if if justin wins uh it's okay and and here's the thing is that's the fight game and that's the way things go and it's okay there's a 50 50 in fighting people <sighs> act like oh man i had that you know you had, you had a 50 percent chance of being yeah. right and you had a 50 percent chance yeah. of being wrong 
Yeah. So far, I've I've actually followed one of John's bets today, and I've actually lost that. So I'm not I'm not taking any more chances listening to John. By the way, I'm up right <laughs> now, baby. <laughs> oh man, that was my okay, first so loss. Those of you guys that still want to bet on the uh, Khabib fight, go to mybookie.ag, or you can go to .com. Also, it'll take you back to AG. But if you use the promo code Wayne in, you get um, that will double your money. So if you put a thousand dollars in, they'll the give you another thousand dollars for your betting line. So, um, yeah, go ahead and use that promo code Wayne in, and you guys can make a couple bets on Khabib if you want. Also, for the Bellator next week as well. So, betting lines will come out uh, Monday. So, mybookie.ag or mybookie.com, go there, use promo code Wayne in, and they'll uh, double your money. Nice little check there by Whitaker. Boom, boom. Josh, are you wearing a cup right now? I always wear a cup, son. <laughs> you should know that. You should know that. Have you not seen all the nut shots that have been happening in this sport? Ooh, nice right. By Whitaker. Oh, oh, oh. You see that? Yep. Ooh, came back with a little head kick right after that. Yep. I think, John, I think you're a second or two behind me, bud. Oh, too bad. I don't want to steal your mojo, but I won't say a word. <laughs> you say it and then I'll just follow it. Say, so I don't want to get people excited. I don't want to get people excited. Whitaker, I, I thought, in, you know, let's say a minute ago, Cannoneer was doing a really good job with heavy leg kicks and then Whitaker yeah. checked that one yep. and he hasn't done it since. Smart, smart by Whitaker. You needed yep. to get that done early. Here's the thing, though. Early in Whitaker's career, he used to be very straightforward, like with the hands into his chin and just kind of walking people down and like kind of stay on the ground. Now it's look at where his hands are. His hands are down by his waist, and this is the kind of the way he's been fighting as of lately. Is it a relaxation thing, John, or you think it's more like he just feels really comfortable right now with Cannonier? I think he's feeling really comfortable, and it, it, it when you have that level of He's got speed, and so he's able to get himself in and out well. He moves his feet well, and when he's feeling good, he does this all the time. He did it with Yoel Romero. Started dropping his hands down. Look at where Cannoneer's hands are at. That's telling you, hey, I'm defending. One of the things that happens when your hands are down like this, though, is, yeah, you can be hit, but it's very hard when your opponent has his hands up like Cannoneer for him to see some of the shots when you're throwing them. Yeah, when your hands are down, the, the punches come from different angles. Yep. So they come at an upward angle. They come from like a little kind of like side jab angle to the body, things like that. Yeah, nice little exchange. Man, I feel like, man, Whitaker's feels like he seems like he's a lot faster right now in this it fight. It does. It does. For those asking, we're in round one right now. We've got a minute left. Um, so that's where we are in the fights for people that are not watching the actual fights. Yeah, I'm about five seconds behind you. It's all right. We're at 55 seconds, 54, 53, 52. Yeah, three seconds behind you. Yeah, if you guys want to follow me, I'm, I'm always a little bit ahead of John, but whatever. I mean, he's 70, 79 now. He just turned 79 last week. You guys, if you guys haven't known, it's big John. It was uh, Big John's birthday last week. Make sure you guys wish him a happy birthday in the comment section. Uh, next week, you know he'll, be, you know he'll be 80 years old next week. Do you know what's so. good about having a birthday when you're as old as I am? You're still huh. alive. That's yes, the that's, one good thing. That's extremely true, yeah. Yes. But Whitaker seems so much faster. I don't recall him being this fast. Oh, nice combination. Jab, head kick. Didn't land really, but it was still nice. Put it together fluidly. He's doing a really good job of bringing that kick up and making Cannonier have to defend. Yeah. Being aware, keeping his hands up. Cannonier needs to go back to the to the leg kick, though. Yep. He's not, he got away from it. Look at the side of Whitaker's leg. changed ever since he had that one check and he stopped doing that leg kick. That was a hard, nasty check, though, John. Oh, it was. It really <laughs> I would was. probably stop at least two. I would, I'd probably <laughs> stop kicking as well for the rest of the round. 
John oh, Tagu says happy 109th birthday, by the way. <laughs> yes! Tell, him, tell yes! him thank you, but it was 108. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Next week on Monday, it'll be 110, you guys. It'll be 110. That's all right, baby. Man, that's still some, chicken. That's some John McCain mom stuff oh, right there. John dude, McCain's dude. mom passed last week. Uh, God rest her soul. She was 108, I think, is what she was. God damn. That's impressive, man. That's beautiful. I mean, by then, if I'm 108, I'm probably thinking like, man, can I just go already? <laughs> it's like 108. Damn, that's a long time. Shit. Mm. Yeah, he looks good. Whitaker looks good. Who do you give the first round to, John? Talk to me, Goose. Bueller. So, Josh, what do you think? Who won that round? <laughs> I just asked you that question. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you, man. I know, I know. It's all right. I, I would actually, I probably would have given it. Oh, I probably would have given it to Whitaker. It had to. Slightly. Definitely Whitaker's round. I, I could see it being the other way, though, too, because Canner uh, did really good stuff in the beginning of the round. Yeah. So but I could, dude, everything that ends up, some of the big shots that were landed, and yeah. especially when the, the round turns on you that way and you're the guy mm -hmm. receiving at the end, kind of kind of last with the judge. Yeah. The last two minutes is where Whitaker started taking over. And that's kind of like you said, the last impression of the judges. Yep. Kenner's good. I, I've seen him fight a couple times. I don't recall him being this good. I knew he was tough, but who did he lost to who? Uh, Corey Anderson, right? Yep. Gosh. But see, that was, again, take a look at his body structure and look at his yeah. you know, size wise. This is the right, you know, yeah. you're looking at him. This is the right weight class for him. Yeah. No, he had a loss like two or three fights ago. Do we know who who did he lose to two or three fights ago? Four, maybe three, maybe four fights ago. Jen, get your shit together over here, kid. We're gonna have you in this room working, okay? You know, watch this free TV. Your mix on as well. <laughs> uh, so he lost to Dominic. Oh, Dominic Reyes. Oh, he lost Blahovich, to Reyes. Blahovich. So he lost to the two guys that fought for the title, which is okay. Okay. At light heavy, at light heavy. Maybe you can tell this, this, this is eighty five though. But just take a look at his lower body. He's got big legs, heavy musculature mm -hmm. on there. You know, to be at one eighty five, it's a great weight class for him. John Whitaker looks phenomenal though. He's just pot shotting right now. Yep, he's and comfortable. Canner needs to get back to the leg kicks. See the side of Whitaker's leg with the leg kicks. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got to get back on it, even if they're not hard. Just a little like you know that little Benson Henderson. Like there it is, right there. Get back to that. And the jabs, Whitaker's jab's been the difference in this fight. He's eating him up with that left yeah. hand. That's exactly what Cannoneer wow. does, man. He's got to counter that jab. Don't yeah, let him just hot shot you. Whitaker's jumping in also with that straight right. That's kind of throwing him off. He doesn't know if it's a jab or the right hand that's coming. There's the jab. Let's see if he lunges in now with the right hand. He's back on the leg kicks a little bit. There you go. Make him think. That slows the jab down, too, because like you're like, okay, throw the jab or take a leg kick. Which one's more important? Nice little overhand right right there by Cannonier. Yep. <laughs> John's like six seconds later. So, I'm yep. still behind. <laughs> I you're know. It, and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting uh, for it now. Uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, sorry, at least uh, John, John, Josh will be able to tell you how you bet. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up, John. Place your bet. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. No, this is great. That was a nice little left kick by uh, Canyon. That caught him in the body. Yeah, he's got that little toe kick that he's got working right, right now. It's nice. 
I thought Cannonier was actually giving him some problems when he was southpaw. Yeah, I think that he wants to throw the heavier leg kick, though. He got away from the leg kicks uh, when he got Cannonier's, checked. Cannonier's definitely got some damage up on that right eye. Yeah, I saw that. It looks like a little swollen. Yeah. Oh, he's got to throw after he makes a miss, man. <laughs> oh, there it is again. See there? Whitaker should have yeah. come with that left hook after that right hand, though. Yeah, but that leg kick was nice by Cannonier. He's got to get back on it, man. That calf kick leg kick is there all day long. Whitaker got that long base. He's trying to keep that wide stance. Oh, 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 up, up. <laughs> I just want to see a good fight. I mean, I, I like uh, both guys. Oh, that was sneaky. That was some Josh Thompson, Eve's Edward bullshit right there. <laughs> it was close. I don't like to bring that shit up, but yeah. hey, you got to give credit a little bit of credit due. Shout out to my boy Eves. Oh, man. I think those I'll just throw kicks. a spinning back fist here. Yeah, but th that, those leg kicks are good. That's solid, man. There's the back. He's back see, on it. See, now Cannoneer's coming on in the last part yep. of this round. Well, what it is is that when he went from southpaw to this, it felt I felt like maybe that leg kick when he checked that, he switched stance. Ooh, straight right. By Whitaker. Nice work. Gosh, man, I would love to do this. It's a good podcast, fight. Dave. It's a good fight. <laughs> Smash this guy. <laughs> this is a great fight. Yeah. Both guys going to... after it. Both guys oh. really freaking doing good work overall. I like that little push. God, that was a nice face. combination by Whitaker. It was a nice combination by him, and then then Kennedy came back with that push to the face. I don't know if it landed, but it looked close. That was a good fight. I'd give that round to Cannoneer, though. Slightly, slightly though. I could see it going the other way. I'm not. Yeah, it could definitely I'm, go the other way. Yeah, I could. I was way whoa, 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 whoa. Real, real, Is that real, what you're saying? Is it really, saying? it really depends. You know, we, <laughs> judges. You got to figure. Judges are sitting at three different positions. Yeah. Sometimes you know they're going to see something that the other judge doesn't, and it's just angles, position of the referee, position of the fighters. You'll miss something yeah. that in the end that you think you know that. that I didn't see it, so John, didn't have an effect. John, they yeah. got one job, man. Get the fucking scoring right. Okay. Oh no, That's yeah. It. Well, just tell okay. them. <laughs> All right, let's let, let's be honest. And I've I, I have told the UFC this. They give two of the judges two of the worst seats to watch the fight from. Yeah. Because there's them. people that pay tens of thousands of dollars to sit in the front <laughs> row to not yeah. block their view. And, and don't complain when you don't like the judges' score because you're not giving them a seat to see the fight. Still, their job to get it right, John. <laughs> Some days I would show up and didn't, didn't want to fight, but I still won. Got to get a job. You got to get the job done, buddy. <laughs> John, John's like you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? His mic probably cut. I didn't hear me. Mine did. <laughs> okay, he did no response. What'd you say? Uh, see, said, <laughs> I'll still, I'll uh, still give no response. I said, there's times where I would show up, John, and I didn't want to fight, but I still got the win. I said, the judges have one job to get the score right. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Somebody just said it was 20, uh, 2018 Whitaker. No, I, I'd say it's yeah, one, it could one. Be. It could be. No, I, I've been, be. I'm, I'm mainly right. All these, all these, you're mainly movies. right. You're never right. All these blue check mark people. <laughs> you guys are idiots. Okay. No idea. I'm one of them, by the way. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, he's rocked. Oh, shit. 
Ah, oh, he's hustle up. Get up. Get up. Get up. He's hurt. Get up. Seriously hurt. Damn, he's a tough. going after him. He's so tough. Let him go, baby. Let him go. Come on. Ooh, he just tried to jump card. This is the end of the fight for him, though. He's got. He's got to do something big. Yeah, even if it was one one, he just got dropped. Cannoneer does not have a submission game from his back, no. so all he's got to work at, he's got to get back to his feet here. He doesn't even have a get up game from what I'm seeing right now. Nice pass. He's not, is he pass? You're ahead of me. No. Three thirty four. Three thirty three. Yeah, you're still you're still behind me by like three seconds. How can you not see the pass if I did? No, because he didn't pass. He's in half guard. That's not pass. He passed guard to half guard. That's not a pass. John, you're Passing. talking to an amateur. Just remember that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is why we turn his mic off sometimes. <laughs> For a 20-year vet, we were injured like more than half of that. I know. And I still oh, became... nice job by Whitaker to try to go to mount, but no. Still became a world champion even with injuries. Don't forget it, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, baby. It's good. This is a good fight. Man, I trust this is this is the worst place to yes. be mounted. Oh, right here is even Avenue. worse, John. I'll In three seconds, better. you'll see what I'm talking about. Oh <laughs> <laughs> he's cut too. He's got some. Oh, muscles. you had the leg. What are you doing? Letting him slip it back out. You had the no, arm. God oh, damn. Oh, he's got the ankle lock. He got the ankle lock on him. I mean, I know Whitaker's got probably got tough ankles, but Get up, get up, get up, get up. Oh, oh, he's up, he's up, he's up. Now make your space. Ooh. Oh, he's got to the speed, baby. What an animal. Back to his feet. Good reversal. This guy's, man, he's a stud. Just a gamer. Next no time quit. he fights, just take my money. Just take my money. <laughs> this guy, man, it's so good to see. Heavyweight head position, Robert. Yeah, this is awesome. Robert, head position. What are you doing? What is Whitaker doing, allowing him to control his head like that? He's looking at the clock. Two minutes. I know he's tired. Man. Two minutes. He's like two minutes, and I'm and I win this fight. Oh, he definitely wins the fight. Unless Cannonier drops him. Yeah, well, that, he, hey, that's what he's got to do. Coming back. Yeah. Oh, he just tried to head dropped. kick. Head kick. Boom. Boom. Come on. Yeah, you can't let Whitaker get his win back, man. You got to push. Get through there. When guys start bouncing around, like so, if you're at home watching fights and you see an exchange like where he's doing a lot, and he's shaking it out, he's bouncing around, it's because he's tired. His muscles are heavy. He's thinking to himself, "Man, I got lead in these arms. Got to oh, work got this lead shit in those out. legs too, man. Yeah, I got to work this shit out. Oh, there's a lactic on. acid buildup going on in that body. Yeah. Nice left, still that dude. That left hand has been the difference for Whitaker in this fight. I think his right eye's closed too, Cannonier. Bad now. I can't see from this angle. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, it looks closed. Oh, throw, buddy. Throw. Oh, nice. He still got some pop, man. A little switch kick in the air. That was nice. Some shit I would like to do to Dave. Problem is, you picked on Ford Morty. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Rattled. Wow! Get on Rattle. him! Rattle! Don't let him break! Get on him! Oh, this is fucking great! Oh, brilliant! That's fight IQ right there, John. Damn! Nice. 
See, fight IQ. See, John always a little bit behind, 80 years old. That is a beautiful <laughs> job by Whitaker. Man, he's tired. He's Get got up. a little hurt, little buzz. Damn. Oh. Hey. John, this is a hard this is a hard round to score. Oh, great, great fight. fight. Great fight. Great fight, both man. Guys. I hate I hate I hate having anybody lose that. I know. Sometimes you like both guys, they both yeah. fought really well. I'm gonna give it to Whitaker, but I no can see I can see it being a split though. No, 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 you don't think so? No, it will not be a split. Whatever, John. No, I'm just well, you see, it's very clear that Whitaker you, wins the first round and the third round. What do you know about scoring? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, head kick wobbled him. Look, you could tell his legs went on uh, stilts a little bit there. Bink. Just right on the temple. A little bit of uh but look at hands up, step still Kevin. He more or less didn't like. He just lost his balance. That wasn't no, a real that, knockdown. That, that wasn't a no, real knockdown. No, that, are you kidding me? That wasn't a real knockdown. That's called shit on dome. No. Watch. Oh, well, didn't show the same one. Yeah, see? See, even yeah, even, see? even the replay didn't agree with you. Even the replay didn't <laughs> agree with you. Oh, this is great. That was a freaking phenomenal fight. That's a fight I want to see again, but five rounds. Great fight, man. Kennedy is tough. But see now, where do you go? Do you give do you give Whitaker again to Izzy? Like, what is that? John, I think yep. John. Yep, he's good. Ah, you give him. You think you go Whitaker and uh, Izzy again? You got to. <laughs> uh, okay, you can do Jack Hermanson, but he lost to Cannoneer. Yeah, he gets another win, and you can do that. But you know, Whitaker, but he, Whitaker is now gone. He beats Till, and he beats Cannoneer. He's put yeah. himself back in that position. Well, let's talk about this young buck. Well, What's that's his a name? nice gut under that, too. Do you, do let's you talk to play about Bruce Buffer real quick. No, I do not want to play Bruce Buffer. No, for oh, the position. Oh, yeah, if you want. Can we? Yeah. Uh, do it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it quiet. Yep. Yeah, so it's unanimous. 29, 28. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just don't want to keep it on. Just yeah, it's, it's, uh, it. you only get like eight seconds or something like that, right? Yeah. Six seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. You go. Yeah, good fight 29-28. What'd you think? Was it was it that close? I had a 29-28. John, I know you're 3 seconds behind me, but I would say 29-28 to Whitaker, but then I also, I mean, I could have seen it giving him the other round. I could have seen Kennedy winning the the third, but Yeah, I think it went exactly like you said. I think they gave yeah. Can't kind of near the second round. They went. Yep. Whitaker one and three. Yep. It was the right the right way to look at it. So I want to remind all you people that were watching the the, the stream and you guys saw the blue check people there saying Whitaker was up two zero. Don't ever follow them, okay? Those people you just <laughs> un, unfollow those people. Unfollow they have no idea. What and just follow our YouTube channel and just follow our 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 podcast weighing in. We'll give you the right score. We'll give you the, the right score. Oh yeah, yeah, that that was his foot off the top of his dome. That hurt. Yeah, but he stumbled a little bit just because you got pressure. Stumbled, in the yeah, fence. He, he stumbled. John, John, <laughs> calm down. Calm. Well, Whitaker was hurt too. Why? I'm mad they didn't show Whitaker go down. I'm mad they didn't show Whitaker go down. Here, here's the thing, John. He did not go down. If, if, if Chimeev beats um Leon yeah, Edwards, do we see him? See, why? I wonder why they don't just give Chimeev somebody like this now, Whitaker, knowing that Whitaker's already fought Izzy and lost. Why? 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 Like if you're if you're if you're on the Chimeyev hype train, why give him Leon? 
ah, there's so many fights for Usman at that weight. In this weight class, there's not that many fights. Throw Chimaev to them because if he loses to Leon, uh, if he loses to Leon Edwards, it's hard to say. Oh, he fights better at 85. It's better for him to fight at 85 than to say, okay, look, he lost to Whitaker. Let's put him down to 70. Not see how bad. He does that. Yeah, I I can see why you're saying that, but I'm glad you agree. Thank you. It's amazing that you actually came up with something that made sense for once. I actually read about it, and someone gave me some cliff notes. <laughs> That's kind of how it all worked out. All right. Hey, you better not walk in front of the camera. Oh, it's not on. The camera's not on. Ah, uh, hey, webcam. How are you? I thought you were using the real camera. See, no one really likes uh, Dave. I gave him my. He's been. We both been drinking since ten thirty this morning. By the way, I did. I did. I did my nine a.m. workout with at my gym here, and we were all training. I got all sweaty and stuff. And went and showered, came back, and and uh, we started drinking right as soon as Dave got here. Now, see that he gets a little bit of that liquid courage. He starts trying to talk to me all tough. John's going to be here as the ref. <laughs> John, you want to talk him through the rules? <laughs> I want John, can you hear me? John. John. Yep. So I'm going to, Dave and I are going to fight after this. Can you talk, um, can you talk John through the rules? So there's, <laughs> so we can make sure that Dave's, Dave's fighting by the rules. Um, what do you, what do you think of that fight? Chimeyev and, uh, and Leon, while we got some time, uh, you know, Chimeyev, uh, he's got that wrestling and, and he's so good at just dropping levels and getting in on guys. But Leon Edwards is a different animal. And for him to think that he's going to walk through Leon Edwards, Leon has faced good wrestlers. He's mm -hmm. had guys trying to take him down. Chimeyev's standup is decent. It's not at Leon Edwards level right now. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you don't know until you know, Josh. And if you don't know, Sometimes someone's going to teach you a lesson, and it might be that Leon Edwards, maybe he teaches Chimeyev a lesson, that maybe you are going a little fast. It's great that the UFC is all excited about you. Mm -hmm. I think they are. I think they should be. But when they took that, that, that ranking away from Leon Edwards, and you, know, you mm -hmm. can say, you know, it's real simple. Leon Edwards has offered the Chimeyev fight. He goes, why am I going to take a fight against a guy that's not even ranked when I'm ranked number three? Dana yeah. goes, oh, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> go, go check the rankings again. You're not even ranked now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, hey, I, I'm not sure that that's a smart fight. If you know, if you're Chimeyev's people, you got to be smart with his career. Yeah. You don't just start putting him into these fights because <clears throat> he's had some nice wins. He he has, but take a look at who those guys are that he's been yeah. fighting, and now compare them. To Leon Edwards, there's no comparison, Josh. You know that. No, I do. I do know that. Um, but I, I want to remind people: this is how guys like Corey Anderson, this is how other guys end up in Bellator, the way that they get treated. When people say Chris Cyborg, oh, she didn't like the way she got treated. Uh, you know who uh, Corey Anderson didn't like the way he got treated. Uh, Phil Davis, uh, Gegard Mousasi. This is how they end up in, in Bellator. It's not that they're bad. It's not that they like, oh, they've lost a bunch of fights. No, they just don't want to be treated that way. Like Leon Edwards is the clear-cut number one contender over everybody. He was the clear-cut number one contender. COVID hit. For some reason, he lost that authority of being the number one contender. They gave it to uh, Gilbert Burns, who I love. I love watching Gilbert Burns fight. Uh, who else was in the line there? Uh, what's it called? T. Wood was like number two or three, I think, at the time. 
they just started losing guys. And Leon stayed the same, but then he kept dropping as well. They just kept doing that to him, never giving him a guy in the top in the top uh, echelon of guys. Well, when he was, he was supposed to fight Wood, and that didn't happen. He had the little scuff up with Masvidal in the back. That, mm -hmm. You know, you could look and you said, you could have put that fight together. That would have been a really good fight. Yeah, but I would imagine Masvidal said, why? Why would I fight that oh, guy I when I'm getting play. paid all of this money? I've been oh, getting no paid doubt. all this money. When no I, he, you know if he hangs out long enough, he still could probably get that Nick Diaz return fight. And I think that's kind of what, what Masvidal's waiting for. Masvidal's smart. He's all about making money. Yeah. He's, he's waiting not worried for the, about belts. He's waiting for the return. He's waiting for a rematch with Usman with the full camp, or he's waiting for the Nick Diaz fight. I can't think of another fight that he would be waiting for. No, Colby, I could see maybe the Colby fight only because he knows that'll do good numbers and he'll make a killing. So I think that's why he would probably do that fight. Those are the only three fights I think he's interested in. Leon Edwards does not, I think, make any sense to him financially. It doesn't make any sense. Leon, though, fighting. All the other guys, it doesn't make sense for him either, unless it's the title shot. And I have out of all the fights they've had at Yaz Island, he's never been on one of those cards. Apparently, he's turning them down. Though. How are you turning down fights? Like, like I don't know who who would you turn down though. Why aren't you fighting Colby Covington? Why aren't you fighting Leon? Why aren't you fighting that Leon? Why aren't you fighting <laughs> Mos? Why aren't you fighting whoever's in front of you? Chimeev is. I I understand not taking Chimeev. But if they're giving, if they offered, if they asked, if they offered you or asked you if you wanted to fight uh, Colby, I'd be like, "Yo, sign me up!" Like the speed, the precision of his striking, Leon's striking is fucking oh. good. Ooh. Now, do I think he can stop uh, Colby's takedown? Possibly not, Maybe but for, a, I while. Think he, for, for a, a while, I think he could. And yeah. I think the submission threat is there as well. The real the question, the real question with Leon against Colby is, can Colby? create that same pressure throughout the fight that wears Leon down where Colby's able to get the takedowns mm -hmm. and able to do damage without Leon being able to be yeah. anything as far as a submission threat. Yeah. Dave, we have any comments there that people want to talk about? Uh, someone wants to know the betting odds for you versus me, but uh, I'm only taking that fight if Big John refs it. You versus me? Let's do it. Well, I would say, what is it, like uh, 188? to one i think i'd be favored by we might get all the way to 200 what do you think john i'm, I'm probably a minus 200 <laughs> on a minus 200 like minus 200 is all oh sorry 2000 2000 minus 2000 yeah i was thinking 20, two to 000. one i was thinking like two to one minus i was like 20, okay, minus i'm on minus probably two one two thousand maybe like john said <laughs> josh can't even care I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm not putting you down dave yeah you are yeah, in this one he's, i'm just being a john, one john, one of you a tech guy one's yeah. a tech guy one was a fighter he's not a fighter now but those skills stay you know what they may fun, not john. be as good hey we've got another we've got no just before you feel like you're not the you're the only one there's a tech guy that is uh part of our production team this knucklehead who's a blue belt. He's oh, like, oh yeah, yeah baby. I could sub him within four minutes. He thinks he can sub me within four minutes. I'm like, bro, I can have a broken foot and a broken hand and hurt and be hurt. There's no way you're subbing me in four minutes. But Josh, if John referees, John, and see, Dave's just trying to survive. Tyler is trying to sub me. There's a difference. No, I, I'll I'll kill you usually. <laughs> Josh, if John referees, I kind of helped you, you up in that one, though, dude. Oh, if Josh, ref, if John referees, I can just headbutt you, <laughs> and you'll be you'll be out like a light man and just dude. I'll let, I'll let you do fish hooks, 
yeah. gouging oh, yeah. of the eye, all of that stuff. But remember one thing, Dave. Dave that's yep. enough, uh, that's enough do Modella it back. for today, bro. Huh? I'm a, that's enough Modella for him. Yeah, I'm going I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to fucking, bro, if I get your back. Someone, someone called Chris in the comments. It's a guy I know um, uh, who I went to Vegas with. He said, ask Dave about our fight in Vegas. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I actually choked him out in Vegas in a hotel room. So, oh, so. Did, did he fall and you like try to wake him up by choking <laughs> him? Is that what happened? Because I know like you. He, it's so funny. You, you watch guys that don't know how to grapple at all. And they're still trying to finish the choke like this, but their arm is in front of uh, your face. Hold on, I, I can, I'm like, not going there. It's so funny. He like gets behind, you know, he gets under your neck and he like grabs his own bicep, but it's only his fingers. And then he, and then, and then he like he puts his hand like this next to your ear, and you're like, uh, okay. And when are you gonna start choking me? He's like, I got it, I got it. I'm like, no, you don't, buddy. You got a long ways to go. Everyone in the comments has got me picking me over you so. okay let's t- you know what let's put those odds on my bookie we'll take that <laughs> you, you guys if you guys haven't bet yet go to mybookie.ag mybookie.com we'll also go to the same location use the promo code weighing in if you guys do that they'll double whatever money you first your initial deposit so if you put a thousand dollars in they'll double it to two thousand so it'll give you two a thousand dollars so you'll have two thousand dollars to spend also a hundred bucks five dollars whatever it is you want to bet for this Khabib fight or even leading up to next week if you guys want to wait till next week for the Gegar Musasi and um, Douglas Lima fight. You can do that as well. Use the promo code weighing in and they will double your initial investment. So check that out. If you guys haven't bet yet on the Khabib fight and Justin Gaethje fight, you have time. Hit it now soon before the fight start and uh, use the promo code weighing in. Uh, other than that, man, I'm excited. There's a lot of other little no! things. No! We- Come on! What happened? I'm getting all excited. I know. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I, and so people have uh, been asking me what round do they think could be win? Stand up has gotten so much better. Yeah. Gaethje well, is just a freaking monster as far as coming forward pressure. He's not really, everyone thinks he's that one punch knockout artist. He's not, no, he's, he's not. a volume knockout artist. Yeah. Well, I mean, he we, volumes it, it, you until you death. look at the, the, what's his name? Uh, Lick, was it Lick? James Lick? Vic. 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 Sorry, Vic. Um, Dude, you just made a guy's last name Lick. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I got, I was, I was like, Dave's been trying to lick me all morning. So, oh, <laughs> damn. please don't it's, go there. How much pressure do you guys think he's feeling right now? Walking out I'm oh, about man. to fight. I'm about to fight Khabib Magomedov. Dude, right, right now he's got butterflies are racing. He's got an adrenaline rush kind of fucking <sighs> buzzing him, but this is where he wants to be. This is what he's been doing. This is ever since he came from world series of fighting in the UFC. Yep. This has been his goal. Now he's got his chance, man. All you I can fe- ask for is that chance. I felt like he got derailed in the uh, the Dustin Poirier, Eddie Alvarez stuff, and then, well, he did. like you said, he got but refocused it, it after changed that. Changed him. <clears throat> you can go back, Josh, and watch him as yeah. a fighter. You know, I saw someone saying, you know, talking about our last thing, and we were talking about fight IQ, and Justin did not have what you call a good fight IQ because he did things that were dangerous to him. Now. His last series of fights, that Barbosa fight, the Cowboy fight, his fight with Tony, you can see the difference in his fight IQ. Right now, he is fighting like an intelligent fighter. He's using the skills that he has, but he's way better right now than what what he was when he fought Dustin and Eddie, just based upon the way he's fighting. Well, yeah, because when you look at the guys from, and, and I'm not knocking World Series of Fighting Fighters, so they're great athletes, you know, and a lot of guys that were from there and now in the PFL, they're really, they're phenomenal fighters. 
but Justin was the level above, so he could get away with things that yes. you couldn't get away with with the guys right. that are in the UFC. You know, and and look, and and I would say like there's there's sometimes like people are like oh well, the belts were the same way, but yeah, but I there is some guys that they're matched up against other guys that I'm like man, how did we get that fight matched up? And that's that's I feel like it, that's the, kind of a little bit of the old Bellator. We have made such big changes during this quarantine time that the guys now are fighting at the highest level. We got Patricio fighting, the, you know, a gay, uh, Lima fighting up a gay guard. We've got a lot of guys that are fighting you know, the tournament coming up. But anyways, I don't want to get too much into Bellator because this fight's about to happen. But this is phenomenal, man. I'm I'm kind of getting a little jittery right now because Khabib's my boy. But uh, you know I because. You had him? Uh, I thought you had to be winning. No, he will. I'm getting jittery. I said, Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Why? You know, I understand a little a couple of beers and now you Why can't you never so? Because I always get nervous. Oh, man. dude, man, when you, you have no control, the, it is the worst. Yeah, not you have having no con control. You you want your you know your friend to do well and you're nervous for him because they yeah. can go out there and put on an unbelievable performance, or they could go out there and not do anything the right way. So here's the thing. Khabib has never, I, I don't think that he has ever fought without fans. Like even at Sambo, like championships and stuff like that, they've still yeah, they got are. a couple hundred people in the arena. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know. But like, like, look, I've had, I've talked with him a bunch of times in terms of he had 250 Sambo fights before he even fought his first pro MMA fight, which if you guys, if you guys follow Russian Sambo, it's basically MMA with a gi top on, you know, and, a, and every once in a while. Uh, Chael Sonnen says there's no such thing as Sambo. It's a made-up sport. And if you talk to Chael, he he just got off the phone with Khabib a second ago right before he walked out, and he's going to have his podcast and talk about it too, about how they talked about, you know, what the game plan was. So <laughs> I love Chael, man, but it's fun. It's fun to – it's it's fun to – it's this is just one of those fights, man. As you get nervous – Gaethje can turn the lights out at any moment, at any time. And, he, and like you said, he doesn't have one crunch, but he does have power. And so when he does touch you once, he may not get you out of there the one time. But if he touches you two and three, it's for sure you're done. Yep. You're done. A yep. couple of guys have dropped under one. I get it. But if you go back and watch the Michael Johnson fight, most of them. You know, you know, he hit him with the barrage of punches. He hit him with the knee that came up the middle that actually really did do the damage. You know, So there's a lot of little things. And uppercuts. Yeah, I get a little concerned. A couple of the guys weren't able to to make the card tonight. A couple of the guys, uh, like little Umar, got staff, so he got pushed. I think out to November something. Islam is not there anymore as well, so they got pushed. They're in Vegas now. They left the day as soon as they found out their fights were pushed out. They left. Islam has always been in Khabib's corner, so th that kind of scares me a little bit. It's the normal guys though as well. They're still his his uh guys that uh that help translate. You know, with Javi, Islam's not there, and of course his father's not there. So there's a lot going through this guy's mind right now. People just think that it's 28-0 and, oh, he's the man and this and that. No, there's it's his first fight without his father, and there's a lot that goes through his mind right now. There's a lot, I think, happening uh, for him right now. So people need to take that into perspective. As much as I think he's going to get Justin out of there within rounds three and four, I could see this being a barn burner for fucking five rounds. Well, you know that you know Khabib is a highly religious individual, mm -hmm. and he believes – from the bottom of his heart, his dad is in there with him right now. There's so, no doubt. You know, the, it's uh, he, his dad's there. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's tough, man. It, I, it's, it's tough. Yeah, you know, I, I, I lost my dad uh, ten days, ten days before I fought uh, Dwayne Ludwig, and it was, you know, like it's just. Well, I think for me, it was a reality of that my dad 
he he loved what I was doing. He's like, wow, this is this. He's like, he never really was involved. Like he wasn't involved in my training and any of that stuff. But the fact that he was, it, it's one of those things. He just knew like, I, I love doing it. And then when you fight, when you, when you have, during that time, that little segment of those 10 days, you know, when we laid him to rest and all this stuff, it's, there's a lot that goes on in your mind. And it just knowing that, you know, Hey, I could have pulled out. Coker had called me and said, Hey, you know, you can pull out of this fight. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. I said, no, I said, you know, like when you think about it, this, is what your dad would have wanted. My dad would have, my dad loved watching me fight. That's it. Say, I think the same thing with uh, Khabib. His dad so you, was this part of his life. This and is you, you go, you go out and you do him on it and you, yeah. you give it everything you have. That's all you can. The only thing that you are in control of is going out and doing, giving as much as you have. You're always yeah. in control of that. Is this guy that, a good referee? He's outstanding. Herzog, you think he's good? Jason is outstanding. And, like and there, there's reasons why. First off, it is not about Jason. Jason only cares about doing what's right for the fighters. He cares about, you know, making the right call. And Jason is exactly what you want as a referee. Yeah. I love him. He roughed a couple of my fights, several of my fights. But um, that was liked, back when he was really bouncy. Yeah. But no, but I, I, I tried what, to get him out of the bouncy, bouncy. I liked how he talked to me in the fight like he would say okay hey he like keep keep the shots up okay keep your hands on the fence like but he talked to you not in a very like uh condescending way you know like some refs have a little bit of that like hey get your hands out of there I, you're a little bit like that um but <laughs> he was very much like hey try to keep your hands out of there please you know not please but he'd oh, say hey try to keep your hands polite. out of there yeah he's very polite and, and <laughs> I think as a fighter, you're like, you're getting yelled at by a ref. You're like, man, I'm about to throw this opponent out the cage and come after you. Keep talking to me that way. Yeah. But with Herzog, no, he's very polite. Like, you know, let's try to keep your feet out of the fence, you know, and not, not get your feet out of the fence. And so someone, as a fighter, you're already stressing about some dude punching the face. Now you got a ref tag teaming on you, huh? Someone says Herzog smells like beer and cigarettes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I don't even okay. know if he drinks. I've never seen okay, him. Hey, Dominic Cruz, he doesn't. He doesn't drink. Dude. Jason is an incredible athlete. That yeah. dude is a, he's a, he does triathlons all the time. He is, that's all he does is work. Is out. that really being an athlete though? He's a, well, you know, a little shady. Not, he is, no, no. And you know, Jason's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He is, nah. he's, he, to this day, still does judo. He does all these different, he is always training, always working out, man. He's a, he's a, and he's a, he's an engineer. He's a smart son bitch he does kind of look like a nerd john do, do you think judo is a good um a good like martial art to like have in your um under your, your like belt i think they're all good okay, judo i train judo so i just so i can like test make sure that i'm like competitive against you that's all <laughs> all right here we go that doesn't even make sense Dude, I'll fucking, I'm not even going to see it. You could train 20 years of judo and it wouldn't fucking make a difference. <laughs> oh, I love it. Just hit him with an Uchimata. Hit him with an Uchimata, Dave. What do you think, John? Let's go. What do you think? What round? Who wins and what round? I say Khabib by the third, fourth round. You just stole what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you just piggyback on what I've been saying the whole time. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like oh, the dress. Just out, moving around. Good. Shit, I'm nervous, man. Look at it. He's already got a little stance. Low uh, stance is not good because that's saying he's changing who he is. My fucking heartbeat is going a thousand miles a minute. Right Love now. it. Damn. 
Look, LL Cool J, it's time. I don't know about the whole it's time thing. You got to let it go. Ooh, all right, guys, if we're quiet during this, because it's like this, this to me is pretty intense. This is like. Uh... Gaethje really giving a whole lot of space as far as every time you watch Khabib take that step forward, look at him maintain that distance. I think Khabib's going to show shoot a low level like ankle. And if he doesn't get it, he doesn't get it. You end up right where you're at, but he's going to make uh, Justin think about it. Like he did with Connor. Like he didn't really shoot a single leg. He shot an ankle. Oh, no, pick. he shot an ankle pick. Yeah, that is like the Ranga Tour Tony. Uh, oh, I know. James I told, Tony fight. And I told him, I said, only you would pull out a freaking ankle pick with no no shoes because, you know, normally you got the shoe to be able to hold on to yeah. as you're grabbing. I go, but against a guy that would have no mm. idea what that was, anyways. Great, great call. <laughs> oh, don't get I get hit nervous. Hey, don't get in these exchanges. Huh? See, this is the fighter. You, get, as a oh, fighter, got, you see this coming. And when you're got in there, to get in. he's got he to get into it. those exchanges. But as, a, as a, you're sitting on the outside of the cage, you're like, it's happening so fast. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The comments want you guys to give more of a play by play as well. So. Ah, you guys are killing me right now. It's hard. John, give play by play. <laughs> okay, I said he was going to shoot a takedown in the first minute and a half. I was wrong. Damn. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he's just, he's waiting for those leg kicks. I think that's good, oh, though, by Justin. Yeah. Justin got on the leg kicks. There it is. Yep. Ooh, he didn't finish. Ooh. But there's a lot of work there's right there, though. That's a that, lot of work. Oh, uh, that's, see, that's all that's, that's this, hard work by Justin. And that's to a move ton. Out. Of, that's, that's a ton of work in, inside that clinch area. It is. You see, and he's missing two on those shots. That's a lot yep. of energy. You saw Justin take a big, deep breath, yep. too. Yep. He took a step back, and now he's this is an, where you want me. He's got an adrenaline dump. Yep, yep. And now Khabib needs to get into the wrestling position there. There's those yep. kicks, though. That was good, though, by Justin with the leg kicks. As much as I don't want to see him do that, no, okay, those smart. are good for him. Khabib needs to stay composed also. I am so this, pissed that you're like three seconds ahead of me. Yeah, I know, it's, but I'm always three seconds no, ahead. I'm younger. Oh, dude, you're never. You're always so far behind. Khabib needs to keep that right hand, his left hand up, though. That's what's killing me right now. Wrestle, wrestle, dude. Oh, nice yeah, that was, wrestle. Yeah, and that was the see. He's, oh, he's he's getting the Edson Barbosa look right now. Yeah, but Walking he's got he's through him. This is exactly what I said. No, but Khabib needs as to get as soon as he gets to the point down. where he doesn't respect him. Look out. Chin down, chin down, and stop. Justin he's got to wrestle. He's got to wrestle. He'll get a second wind. God damn it. But wrestle, right now dude. he's sucking air. You can see Fucking it. Wrestle, just, wrestle, Khabib. This is what the pressure of a fight does. It does, but wrestle. That overhand right is there, though. By far, don't stand. Why is he standing? This is killing me. This is driving me crazy, man. <laughs> the one thing that Justin, the one way oh, Justin can win this fight is fucking stand up, and you're standing this long. No, in fact, what did he just tell Cormier, my friend? You try one takedown, he get up. You never try a takedown again. I go a hundred times. Yeah, he will. He will. He hasn't done a hundred. <laughs> but let's be honest, though. Like it, Justin doesn't fight well going backwards, and yeah, no fighter has the true. same amount of power going backwards. And that's the thing. See, like he's already see that he threw the right hand and then try to get the trip. Justin's that's not touched. see that right there is what got me. Now you're gonna watch. Oh, Khabib. Let's go wrestle, touched. wrestle. That was nice. Nice little foot sweep there. He tried. I'll to see right him. here. Once he gets in like that, God, wrestle. What are we doing, man? <laughs> I'm afraid. Here's the thing. That's what I'm afraid of right there. What are we that doing? Pressure. Wrestle. Look at the pressure though, Josh. I know, but pressure nothing, dude. Those shots. That's what I'm talking about, John. 
This is not. Dude, there we go. No one there can go is. five rounds. That's what I want right with there. With what's happening this right is now, it. the way Justin. There you go. Look only thirty oh, seconds. Only thirty That's seconds. That's what I'm talking about. You're killing me, John. Do you see? <laughs> killing me. Are you guys, if you guys are at home watching this, I'm fucking stressing out right now. <laughs> Look at the legs position already, and will not get off of his back. He doesn't the only have way, to. The only, only way he'll seconds. get off his, the only way he gets off of his back is two ways. He turns his back and puts his face down, or the round end. Is it done? Mounted. Done. Mounted. Get it. Get it. Get it. Come on. Josh doesn't have it. Barada Plata. Barada Plata. Damn it, son. Oh. Fuck. <sighs> that round shows it all, though. No, no, it does not show it. It shows it all. John, John, it's 24, me, 22 significant strikes. I know Khabib won everything, but still. Uh, that, okay, I want you to think about this. Less, I want less oh, damage, stop, man. Stop, stop. Before, I, before this fight started, if I told you Khabib will be on the ground for 30 seconds of the first round, it's going to come to an a fit, a end of the round. Who's going to win that round? You would have told me Justin Gaethje. No, I would have said Khabib probably. You, oh, you're a homer. That's true. I would have said I would have said Khabib because that's just me. <laughs> I, like whatever, call me a homer, but I, I am. No, it's it just right. it, I don't want to see that much stand up. I want to see more of what he did. I like the pressure he was doing. I like all that. But look, in some of these exchanges, see his hands are down, right there. He got clipped. That pushed him backwards. And we've talked yeah, about. But Khabib he had not, just clipped. He had just clipped Gaethje. I know, but that was a, see that was an and easy who, takedown. He needs oh, to get on to that easy takedown. takedown. He shot that takedown from ten feet away and still got it. <laughs> Jesus, man, this is one. This is one. Justin's dangerous though. Look the at first, the diaphragm difference. Look at the difference medium. in the diaphragms. Khabib's fucking ripped, man. Jesus, are you jealous? I Gaethje. actually kind. I kind of am right now. I'm ex yeah, Gaethje looks a little tired, like a little dump. Oh, he's pink. Look at him. Yeah, he's hot but right he, now. He's pink normally, isn't he? A ginger? Blood is just flowing into his arm stuff. He's burning a lot of energy, man. Don't stand. Just take him down. Make me feel good about this. Yeah, this is not the way Justin needs to fight to win this fight. Going backwards is not his style. But not many people go forward on Khabib. Let's well, be real. I agree with you that. But if you're going to beat him, that's one of the things that you have to initiate. You you have to make him go backwards. No, but here's the thing though: like Justin always has the power, and when you just throw recklessly, you have the power. You have the power to land those combinations. Nice, and like that, that that scares me, and that's what scares me. I want to see him wrestle. Why is he not fucking wrestling? <laughs> God, John, I'm stressing the fuck out there. <laughs> see right there. Don't tell me. Don't tell me he can't take Justin Gaethje down. Everyone what, at home. What did I tell you? Everybody I told, told me that oh, oh he could please. he could take the he could stop no please no. already to mount it's gonna be right over. right right here to triangle armbar Justin is not a submission guy man no but Khabib is and I've told people how oh, good I know he is. I, well, I can't he believe he actually fucking, went to his back he's with tapping it. tapping done. done 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 Herzog missed it three times dude is that he's, he's out. out he's out say goodbye. Thank you I very much. I said round three and, and four, but again, that's my boy. Very Stipe, nice. Get the takedown. Get it done. Very nice. What did I tell you? Let's go, buddy. I'm Come glad. on, was I right? Well, I'm just I'm proud for but him, it. Man. It actually, it actually, the the pace of it was a lot more than I thought uh, Justin would be pushing out on, and so great, great performance. Look at man.
I know. That's awesome. Heart's broken, man. Yep. I know it's the win, but it's not enough. He'd give up. He'd give up all twenty nine wins to have his father there. This is well. This is where I tell you, man. There's one thing I learned. Look at this. Look at this. I learned. John, from... I know you're a couple seconds behind, but look at this. Yeah. God oh, bless him. What a kid, man. God bless him. Gotta Justin, love Justin Gaethje. Anytime you fight, act, man, brother. take my money. Justin, anytime <laughs> you fight, take my money. Yep. You're an animal. Yes. You know what? Yeah, but see, that's the thing, man. You don't know until you know, man. And until you step in that cage, you don't understand the pressure that that man right there can bring. He is incredible. <laughs> Shab just texted me. He's like, uh, "Bro, we called it. The end of the end of uh, Gaethje was his jujitsu." I was like, "I was like, yeah, yeah." It just—he's just a fucking animal, man. Khabib's just a different level of an animal, man. Man. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. what do you think uh you that takedown was that takedown was too easy right to the back yeah jiu-jitsu i mean just I, head high right to the back hooks in he's he, he was looking for that arm triangle right there and he wanted to get from like, that I, point but he doesn't he, he doesn't do that with anybody else he would never he, he goes to the s and crosses up he automatically goes to his back normally a thing you do not see him doing ever he never first off he doesn't really go for submissions he'll go the side choke he'll go the rear naked when you give him the back he'll maybe go guillotine but he won't fall and lose the position from there he'll stay on top he felt extremely comfortable i don't know why just i don't know why justin wasn't considering that a tap that's a tap he tapped him twice he's out khabib was telling him to be khabib had to tell him that he was out yeah Whew. You guys don't understand, man. The relief, the stress, all Woo. done. Woo. You guys have over a thousand people on the stream right now. Um, I know there was a lot that we we were talking about. Uh, the fight. Show me and, the guy, Josh. Show me the guy. The only guy that stands a chance against pound him. for pound better than him right now. No, right now, no one. I mean, it's like he just just ran through a Nobody. guy who deserved to be the number one guy in that weight yeah. class. And fight him, ran through him. Yep. Nobody. Yep. But right now, I want people to remember this. Tony, is, is, as, much, is, as much as Tony is, huh? You want me to play this audio? Uh, are yeah, you allowed? Go yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it down. 34 seconds of round number two. Declaring the winner by technical submission. Just the fem. Triangle choke and still undefeated. Yeah. And the UFC. Yeah. yeah, cut that off. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. It's there's nobody. There's not one person. I think, and, and here's the thing, and people are gonna say maybe I'm crazy and maybe I'm being a homer. He beats Usman. Do you want to hear the post fight? He beats Usman. interview. Uh can we? Um, I mean I don't want to take a chance. You want to take a chance? No, yeah. I don't want to take a chance. Because if we if we do it, then we can't post it. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna put this up on, on our stream on our to our channel anyways look the there's nobody there, john tell me am i wrong i i don't think usman beats him now do i think it's going to be it'll be a very competitive fight but i think i think could beats him you think against usman usman yeah <laughs> said, john, john say something man you don't just say came back yeah. i heard you say no I, right now if i say he's the pound for pound you know, obviously, when it goes up in weight, that can change. But Usman is dominant right now in welterweight. Yeah. It would be a great fight. 
Yeah. Great fight. I don't think it's the one that he wants. I think he wants GSP. And I think at 165, we've already come up with the idea. Yeah. That should be for the GOAT. Whoever wins it, because if George yeah. wins it, he's proving, man, he's the greatest of all time. If Khabib yeah. beats George, he's beating the guy that, you know what, you look and go, well, that was a definite guy that, you know, was right there with it, with John Jones and everything. You give it to Khabib. Khabib retired. Or do you know? He's retired. Yeah, told you. He's announcing his retirement. Sorry, guys, we can't play the audio because if then they may take this, they may take us down. So you two said this is his last fight. Yeah, I thought so. The and, and I said this like months ago, like when they announced the Dos Anjos fight against um, Dos Anjos fight against Islam is because he wants Islam to take the title. So this is it. This is. I could see him doing the GSP fight, but they'd have to come to him with a lot of money, and that money has never been a big deal to him. So I don't no, he, really he told the Nevada State Athletic Commission to keep the three million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, he, I'll never fight. Well, he hasn't fought in Vegas since. I know. He said he, pro- he said he promised his mom this was his last fight, and he wants UFC to put him in pound for pound number one. But he deserves it. Tell me one guy that's better than him. I'm sorry. Look, is like I said, even even if John Jones didn't have like allegations of steroids and stuff, he still wouldn't be there because John Jones lost rounds. This guy's lost one round, which you could say, arguably, he, he just decided to take the round off. He did. You know, it's like, and that round was still extremely close. John has lost rounds. He's lost, you know, he lost to Gus, which people thought he lost the fight the first time, not the second time, obviously. Um, uh, Santos, they thought maybe it was a close fight. I had Santos winning, but I could see it going the John Jones way. Not a big deal. I had, I didn't have, I thought Dominic Reyes won, but I could see it going the, the other way as well because the, the rounds were so close. Every fight he's had, I got to go back and watch the Gleason T Bow fight because everyone keeps talking about that. This is it, man. And the fact, look, he retired and his, he told his mom it was his last fight. Absolutely love it, man. I love it. We'll I'm glad he's that, done. We'll I'm glad he's done. We'll it will. I will. It Gloves will. are off, baby. Well, I, I think it, the reason why I think it'll stay is because he told his mother it's the end. And I, I, the conversations with him about him is his mom and dad and his, uh, you know, obviously with his wife and his kids. You know, people don't really understand. He, he's got kids. You know, he doesn't just it's not just him and his wife. It's you know him and his one son. It's no, he's got kids, it's not one kid. He's got multiple kids. Yeah. So it's uh, it changes everything. And now your grandfather and all your father's gone, and which is their grandparent. And like it's there's a lot of emotions that are going through him right now. And I'm glad he got it done. I'm glad he got it done. He got out, he got in and got out of there. I'm glad he didn't waste any time. Two rounds. Ooh. It's it's a lot of it, honestly, I gotta tell you, man. Oh, I could see his mom maybe later on saying like, hey, maybe you're not happy, you know, a year of retirement. You're not happy. Go back and go. Because he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop training. I don't think people no. think he's not going to stop. Train. He's, he's going to train with all the guys. I mean, he's got on. Islam. He's got Islam. He's got, uh, you know, uh, Zuba. He's got all these other guys that are there. He's got his brother, Umar, uh, the other Usman. And he's got his little cousin, Umar. They've all got fights now that, you know, that are assigned with Bellator and UFC. He's going to be a busy coach. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Poor guy. All that he stuff. Said, he said Khabib and Connor. He said uh, Connor and Dustin are going to fight. I choked them both out. I'm not interested. No, he's not. There's no reason to it. Let him have it. There's no reason. The only guy. 
You know, like I like John Jones said, until I take the heavyweight title, I grant you the spot. I mean, Ooh, did you people... see what popped up there? Uh uh-uh. uh. What did you see? I didn't see it. Yep, that's it. Oh, Justin. Incredible. What did you see, John? John Bones Jones. Okay. Put, I just put a tweet out there. I just said that. Yeah. Okay. I saw I was talking about that. Yeah. We I was saying like he, he said, like, you know, until I win the heavyweight title, I'll grant you the spot. Yeah. Well, he's not granting anything. <laughs> but uh but I here's the thing though, is I like I know I always rag on John because of his history and the past and stuff. That's pretty cool though. He put it out there like oh, hey, yeah, man. absolutely. I think it's good. A class act, man. That was a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. Where does Justin go from here? Oh, he just goes back to being who he is. And you know, if Khabib is leaving, there's an open freaking title there, right? You know who I think? Here's the thing. I think if the guy stays at, at, at 155, which I don't know how he can because he's so damn big, is a hooker. That guy is enormous. And I think him and Justin Gaethje would be a phenomenal fight. I think Gaethje you, just walks him down. Him. Think so? I think so. in a five Too round much. fight. That's and a I love Dan Hooker. That's Dan the fight to make, awesome. though. That's the and fight to make. Fight now. With is, you know, I don't know. You're, you, it would be a good fight. You're absolutely right. You got, but here, because I, Gage, I really like Dan Gage Hooker. Bit, long Gage, and lanky. Gage is a little bit different, though. Division. Gage is a little bit different, though. He's there to be hit. True. And whereas where Dustin Poirier, he's gotten smarter over the years and he's been getting hit less. Yes, it's so true. So that's what's changed the game. I think that's what helped him change a little bit is that, that stylistically. Hooker and Gaethje is the fight to make because what is what is Hooker number five, number six, mm-hmm. maybe even shorter, maybe even four. I think he's five, five or six. But that takedown was so easy, John. He uh, got he snatched a single, jumped to the back yeah, right away. That, but that's why he was going to be cautious about kicking. Even that low kick, that's what he caught. Yeah, takes him down. So and he's number other- five. Hooker's number five. Connor's uh, up one because Dan Hooker went down one. Tony Ferguson's still in the mix. I mean, we could see um, see Dustin and Connor are going to fight. I want to see Gaethje and Hooker, to be honest. And then Tony. Tony's just fucking left out there in the middle of nowhere. No, that he's not. Sucks. It should be Tony and Chandler. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Fuck I yeah. I forgot that about the guy in the Halloween outfit. I forgot about the guy in the Halloween outfit. Put Chandler up to the test. What's his name? Uh, Podcast Dave sent me a, a, a meme and had Chandler sitting on a bus stop. I think it was like a bus stop kind of thing. And it said, you know, hey, what are you for Halloween? And there's Chandler sitting there and it says, oh, I'm the, just the backup fighter. <laughs> I felt bad, but I kind of laughed out loud. Think about this. If you put, like you said, Gaethje and Hooker and then Chandler and Tony. Uh, Tony. You know, so, great. Uh, That's great, man. And you got Connor then, and Dustin. There's there's your top six right there. Top exactly. six. Yeah. And then you have, like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't cry either if I saw Chandler and Paul Felder. I wouldn't cry at all for that fight. That's a good fight. No, I, I would be a, it'd be a fun fight. I think yeah. I don't. I think you just said that um, Justin will probably fight for the title next, which is strange, but that's what he said. He no, said I, I, I don't think so. I think fight. you're you're gonna have Justin. You're gonna have. I think Connor. you're gonna see a series of three fights. That's gonna and whoever looks the best in those three fights, they'll take the two guys that look the best and the one that didn't, you know, dominate, will be put pushed back, and those two will fight for the title. Absolutely not. Let's hear it. What's happen? Dustin Poirier and Connor will be for the title. You want to know yeah. why? If Connor <laughs> yeah, wins, I know why. I know why. Money, money, money. <laughs> you got to be foolish to Pretty think that simple. they would do anything else. 
economics. And, then, and I would almost guarantee this is why they're going to do it. It's not just for, to make Connor the champion and to make money off of that, but it brings the hype back. It, and when fans start coming back, they can start selling the arena out for that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a business move. And if anybody wants to fight him, if Justin wants to fight him, if uh, Tony wants to fight uh, Connor, that's the fight they're gonna have to do. They're gonna make they're gonna make Dustin and Connor for the title. There's no doubt about it. Justin just lost, so he'll go down. Dustin's number two. Connor's fighting number two, so that means that Dustin would go up to number one because Justin's gonna drop down one probably, and that would well, be it. Well, they already talked. You know, uh, Connor wanted that at 170, and then Dana came and said, it "Makes no sense. 170 is gonna be a 155." Well, that's why because now it needs to be. There for the you title. go. Now it really makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yep. All right, guys. So we're going to actually wrap up the live stream. We're going to move to the main show, uh, mm -hmm. which we'll post later today. Um, So we're going to wrap up the live stream yep. right now. Do you guys have So we're going to go goodbye. Yeah. So what I want to tell you guys this is that we're going to connect the two shows together. So we'll have one big live stream. So you guys can scrub through it if you guys were actually part of this live stream. We want to thank you guys for actually following live stream. I know you guys could have just been sitting at home listening to the horrible commentary from my boy DC. Okay. And uh, I love John Anik. He does a phenomenal job. But DC's not that great, uh, you know, but <laughs> I'd like to give him a hard time. He's phenomenal. But um, if you guys listen to us instead, I'm glad. I know we didn't do a whole lot of the breakdown and commentary because I'm, I'm getting really, really big jitters watching the boys fight. Hi, guys. Well, hey, we're going to we're going to wrap this up. We're going to head over. Remember, if you guys didn't do your, your betting on mybookie.com or mybookie.ag, uh, type in the promo code Wayne in for next week's fights as well. And you guys hit up anything they do all sports they do horse races they even do the the election actually is on there as well to see who would win there that's pretty funny i was actually going through that and i saw it um but yeah so go ahead and use the promo code weighing in and they'll double your investment your first deposit they will double your very first one only up to a thousand dollars you put a thousand dollars in they'll give you two they'll give you another thousand so you have two thousand dollars to spend oh we are back again after ufc 254 so whether it is good morning to you good afternoon or good evening that was a really good show. And Josh can now stop sweating, stop feeling the pressure. He was worried that people were going to be able to attack him and his homer position with Khabib. But that homer position showed that, you know what? It was the right, it was the right way to look at it. It was a good fight. I thought, you know, Justin came out, pressure killed him as far as him not being able to get the nerves out. You could see the adrenaline. He was throwing huge shots missing a lot of them. Khabib was trying to give you a heart attack by going forward in the stand-up and not wrestling for quite a while in the first round. But welcome to everyone. This is the Weighing In Podcast. And we are here to talk about what was a really good night of fights. You mean good morning well, good of afternoon. fights. Good afternoon for you. Good morning Something for like me. That. Good evening yeah, for them. There you go. There you go. That's <laughs> why I said it. Hey, like I said, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for um, a drink. Let's be. I've been drinking since ten thirty this morning. We yeah, I haven't drank at right all. After, right after the workout, I started drinking with the uh, podcast Dave here. It's the only way I can stand him, to be honest. I get him drinking, I can finally put up with him. Anyways, hey, look, Dave, booze him up and then whip his ass. Yeah, that won't happen. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, Josh looks the same on beer as he does every any other time. Yeah, I probably sound the same too, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit more vibrant, I think, when I drink a little a couple of beers. Uh, look, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it anyways. It's very uh it's not very often that i'm wrong and this time oh, i was Christ. right stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> you guys it i just gotta toot my own horn as always oh, okay yeah. 
pat myself on the back and now, just you've had a say, hard time doing that your whole life uh-huh. <laughs> this shit is just easy when i'm playing with other people's money baby look khabib <laughs> is that i'm telling you guys right now khabib is that damn good and as many people as want to call me homers and i'm okay with it and i'll continue to be that way he's fucking good and, and you guys honestly and they, i can say it all day long and, and you guys will never know because he may never fight again. It sounds like he's retired and he will walk away. He told his mother, this is it. I guess apparently he told his mom, this is the last fight. We'll never, you guys will never see the tools that he has in his box. The different types of foot sweeps, the different types of hip tosses, the different types of all the elevations, different types of wrestling. You guys just, you guys are missing out. If you guys get an opportunity, go back and watch. There's countless numbers of his Sambo matches when he was a kid, like oh, you yeah. know, 14, 15, um, 16 years old countless of them but i gotta tell you you see some of the tricks of the stuff that he does out of there it's phenomenal so if you guys get a chance to go back and watch those on youtube and take a look those are the type of things that i'm talking about that sure the geek comes into play the geek top does and that but it's he i've seen him hit it on high class uh top level national champs all americans high school state champs whatever it is i've seen him hit it on them they play around with some of the best guys in the world, you know, in for in the best round, best guys in the U.S. in wrestling. The way that their style is is just different. Russian style of wrestling is different than American style. Now, I'm not talking uh, freestyle and Olympic caliber; they're all the same. But when you get to that, they're not all the same. I shouldn't say that either. <laughs> they're not all the same. But they. I'll let you, I'll let you continue on but, with your rant here. But Go when ahead. you get when you get to folk style, when you're talking, when I'm talking folk style college wrestling versus freestyle and Russian style sambo wrestling, is different. That's different. Okay, and the difference between uh, U.S. Olympic wrestlers and the Russian style wrestlers, they've started equaling out a lot more as of the last you know eight years, ten years, you know, and uh, yeah, maybe a little, little bit more, maybe more than that. that. Yeah, a little, little bit more than that. that. I would say a little yeah. bit more than that. You know, and sure, we've always had a couple guys that have slid in there, but they've, you know, Russians have always had guys at the top of the food chain there in that, in those areas. We have started as U.S. wrestlers. They, I should say they, because I'm not part of that conversation. They have started to to really even the odds, you know, and you've got uh, Dake, you've got um, Jordan Burroughs, you've got all these guys that are at that Taylor. top. They have Taylor. Uh, yeah. You've got all these guys that are at that top. Uh echelon of guys echelon of guys and it's amazing man and i'm glad that that they are there but we're talking about guys in mma that level of wrestling if it was that level of wrestling olympic style wrestling they probably wouldn't be fighting mma right now you know dc did it after his career is trying to make the olympic team and being in the olympics and all that stuff he had been there and kind of done that thing that's different than what you see from khabib and justin the level of wrestling is completely different you know and so I don't want to take anything away from Justin came out, uh, you know, laid it on the line, did the best he could. And we've seen this countless times, John, with whoever steps in the cage with, with Khabib, it doesn't matter what your game plan is. And they all think they can beat him until they get taken down and it's over. It's done. And they all have, they all have that belief until the first round is over. And the belief is no longer there after that. Now it's become survival. It really does. It absolutely you said the exact word that I, w- I would have used it becomes survival because I, I i was in there too many times with him and saw what occurred and guys believing that you know they hey when i throw this jab or this jab cross combo and it hits him it's going to 
rock him back and I'm going to take the center of the cage and I'm going to, I'm going to be able to press him back. And he walks through everything they throw. They can't stop the pressure that's coming forward. You know, he did that with Michael Johnson when I was in there, you know, after Michael Johnson hurt him because he did hurt him. He hit him with a good shot that, you know, you saw it wobble him, you know, and, and Khabib does have a good chin, but from that point on, it was just complete domination. And that was the one thing that I've always looked at. You're looking at a fighter that every time that he fought, for the most part, you can say he dominated other really good fighters in almost every round that he was in the cage. And that just shows that he's sitting at a different level. You know, he's just that guy that he's, you know, this is taking nothing away from Justin Gaethje. Justin is an incredible fighter, someone that I will watch for the rest of his career because he is the human highlight reel. He's fun to watch. He comes to fight. He never backs down. He didn't back down in this fight, but he showed that, you know what? He's not quite at that level that Khabib is at. And it's taking nobody nothing away from him. There has level. been nobody that has been at the level of Khabib. He's 29 and oh, he is pound for pound. The very best MMA fighter there is in the world. Yeah, there's nobody else. There's nobody Not, else. Well, there's other guys, but right now, he's the best. Even when there was guys earlier. He's never lost, Josh. Yeah, and I understand it's that. Freaking but then, phenomenal. But even even in, in the hardest, hands down, the hardest weight class in the world that's ever existed, by the way. I want to just. Oh, geez. Here we go. Us <laughs> <laughs> light guys, man. We carry the weight for the whole promotions around here, man. Look. He's he's that good, and everyone's like, oh, Josh being a homer, and, and you guys can continue to say it, but he he has never not proved me right. Like he's the guy that will continue to be that if he was to continue to fighting, which he's not. But he he's that good, and you guys haven't even seen a, a fraction of what he has to offer. Okay, he's much. He's so good. He and he's got way more to offer. He just. It's not his time right now. He's ready to step aside. He's ready to help his team grow. And there's a lot of things. That, I think mentally there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, he's got He's got a beautiful family. He's got his wife and his kids. And then he's got, you know, his, his mother right now is, you know, by herself, you know. And so there's a lot going on in his family. Not only yeah. that, but then I have talked to him for years. And his conversation has always been, when I am done, which is what he said will be soon, is that Islam will take my place. That's why I believe that they are trying to fast track Islam, the Dos Anjos fight. That is like, okay, look, if he beats Dos Anjos, now we put him right into a top five fight after that fight. And then after that fight, we move him right to almost a title shot. Good job, Dave. Okay. If we put him right into like a title shot or not a title shot, but like a I number one three, shot. Three, he's three wins away from a title shot. I think he's two. The way they're going to fast track him because it is Khabib's boy. I think they're going to fast track him for two fight, Two big wins. I think they're going to put him in a title. You know, we, we talked about after the, you know, the Khabib uh, Gaethje fight, we talked about, well, what do you do now? Well, you do have, you've got Tony Ferguson sitting there. And I think Tony Ferguson versus Michael Chandler is the fight to make. Great. I think that's a great fight. I think I can understand where Tony doesn't want that fight. And I'm not saying Tony doesn't want it because he's, he's afraid of Michael Chandler. That's not it. <laughs> Tony's I not afraid of anybody. Exactly. But I think Tony looks at it and goes, there's no real upside for me no. if I beat Chandler because he's never had a fight in the UFC, so he's really not established. That's not going to do me yeah. any good, but I think it would do him good because the UFC has put Chandler in that position, making him the alternate for this fight if it didn't happen, if one of the guys fell out, and also believing in him. 
you know what, if you have a good performance against him, I think that puts you in that contention for what I would say would be, you're going to have, I think you're right. Connor versus Dustin Poirier is going to be changed to a championship fight. There's no doubt. I don't I think, believe, I don't believe there's any doubt about that. Whoever wins that is going to be the 155 pound champion. And then you have on the other side, you've got hooker sitting there waiting. Yeah. And you know, you can put Hooker against a couple of different guys, but I think you put Hooker against Gaethje. Yeah. Both coming off of losses. Hooker's coming off a loss to Poirier. Gaethje now coming off a loss to Khabib. But Tony versus... Chandler. Chandler. Hooker versus Gaethje. You have the champion sitting there. Those guys fight for it. Either Connor or Dustin becomes your champion. And then whoever wins between those two, have them match up. They get the championship fight. That's why I say Islam's at least three fights away. Okay, so I can I can understand what you're saying, and Excuse I me. would I would agree with you. I would, but I also know that Khabib carries a lot of favor with Dana. So, and we've seen guys get pushed into positions that to bypass people. And I think, and I don't think Khabib would pull that card, but I think a win over Dos Anjos, if he does, if he has a a convincing win, I'm saying if he finishes him subs him, puts him away, TKO, whatever it is, knockout. If he does that, they're going to move him right up into that Paul Felder, Charles Oliveira, Dan Hooker range. Uh, what's it called? Ali Quinta, Kevin Lee, none yeah, of that I could stuff. See the, I could see them putting from from fighting Dos Anjos somewhere, you know, either uh, Oliveira. Yeah. Would be a good matchup. Yeah. Oliveira, I, I even like Dan Hooker. I think, but I think Dan Hooker has other things. The Gaethje fight. Put Hooker fight, against Gaethje. Yep. I think that's a great fight. It's going to be fucking fireworks to, to begin with. That right there is a great main event for any card they want to have it on. And then you've yep. got, I, I actually didn't even think about it until you brought it up because I've, I've kind of spaced out the Chandler thing because he's not in the rankings either. Because yeah. that's the thing. They don't know where to rank him. Well, you, know you can't I mean? rank him. You can't I don't rank think you him. You should rank him right now. He's got to fight. Yeah, so they don't know where to, they don't know where to rank him. So they're gonna put him in like him against Tony would make it. I could see him maybe fight Oliveira. You think he's gonna get past Oliveira? Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I think the submission threat is there, and I know it is. Never, I know he's never been submitted. You're absolutely right. The yes. submission threat is there. Yeah. yeah. Just the sneakiness of it all. The way he is. The way the the way that Charles Oliveira sneakiness is. I think Chandler beats Felder. I think Chandler beats Ali Quinta. I can't. What's the other guy's name? Ferreira. Diego Ferreira, I think he Diego beats Ferreira. him as well. So Chandler, all the, I, you know who he has a hard time with, though? He has a hard time with Dariush. Benil, man. Yes, Benil, Benil is on fucking Benil fire fucking, right now. Dude, he's looking good right now. If you he's put, fighting fucking awesome in the stand-up. His ground game is phenomenal. Yeah. Man, he's 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 on fire right you now. Put he's him been making with good fighters look bad. But if I was Chandler, I wouldn't take that fight. I wouldn't ranked, take that he's fight. He's ranked number 11, and I just wouldn't want that fight. You're long, you're lanky, you're fucking good, you hit hard, and you're good all the way around. Like, Chandler's got to be in that conversation for the Tony fight and maybe the Oliveira fight. Those are the only two. Man, if he wants to go as low as Paul Felder, I would say there. I wouldn't go any for, I wouldn't go past any of that for your first fight in. Just do it, man. Like, you're well, 30, he's 34 years old. He doesn't have no time to waste. They already offered him the Tony fight. He took it. Tony didn't, and I understand why Tony. Yes, didn't. It's, you know that's no disrespect to Tony, but None. you know, I think they're going to make that offer to Tony again. And, you know, Tony is—he's come up with some good lines about, you know, you you think I'm a piece of shit. You don't like me, and you know, it's like, it's not it. You know, this is about—it's about ticket sales. Mm -hmm. It's about eyes on the TV. Well, there's no ticket sales right now, but yeah, I know, but that's, I you know, saying. that's the way they look at it. And so, 
It is about, well, if we put you on this card, we think we can make money putting you against him on a card. And that's all that's, that's all that matters to him. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I um, th- th- that's kind of the way to go. Khabib steps aside. You, I, you know they want Connor to be champion, so it'll be Connor and uh, Dustin. That fight, I think that's the biggest reason why Connor came back for uh, as the champion to fight for the title in the January in January fight. He said he wanted to fight before January. The reason why he came back was because he knows that they, they I think they already kind of knew that Khabib was yeah, going to retire, probably. and they wanted to have this. Everything okay? Did yeah. I sit up this way and it kind of ruined your shit? No, it's good. You're good. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> like. I was. I found myself slouching. It's getting hot a little bit here. All the lights, ah. lights. I'm. I'm bringing the heat, baby. I'm bringing the heat. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! About, um, about thirty minutes ago, you were like, hey, "Oh man, oh, wait a you second, guys, my heart rate." We we've attached we've attached our live show to this uh, to this. I think you guys will you guys will see. And if you guys go back and watch, man, it stresses me the fuck out, John. When I gotta watch my boys fight, <laughs> it's, it's oh. so tough. Like it's. I, I have. I've always said, man, the, oh. the worst job in MMA is being an MMA trainer. Being the guy yeah. who's, you know, there, spends all the time working out with the ind- individual, getting, you know, the game plan together. As soon as they step into the cage, you have zero control. Yeah. It's gone. And, and you care so much yeah. about what's going to happen. And you have no ability to do anything about it, really. It's a horrible position it's, to be in. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> Like, it's so bad. I mean, I was watching. I mean, like, I can go all the way back to, like, when I cornered Fitch against Shoney Carter, like, in some small show in Vegas. You know, it's like, I, there's, I just, you're in the back, and you're watching them warm up, and you're thinking to yourself, I have, like you said, no control over what this guy Zero. does in the fight. But then, you know, I've, I've cornered guys where it's like playing a video game. Yep. And it's like, God, okay. That's when it's working. Yeah, you're like, this is all this is all working perfectly. And then and then you you tell me you haven't had guys that go out there and everything that you talked about, they're they, doing exactly the opposite. The opposite. And they still win, thankfully, <laughs> most of the time. Well, you're you're lucky most then. Most of the time they still win. But there's guys that just do that. Like Fish sometimes just didn't listen. Fish just did what he did and it was he had success in earlier in his career. Um Koscheck almost always listened. You know, he almost he was one of those guys. And then uh, I've had some other smaller time guys fight. Khabib just always did what he did. You know, Khabib was always the guy. I cornered him a bunch, a couple of times. I think four. You don't, you don't change times. what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, like it's not broke. Don't fix it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Given that he's announced his retirement, what do you think? Like, where where, where does he where does he stack in that goat conversation? Above GSP or below? You know, you've got to look and be honest. He's 29 and 0, Josh. Now, I think that uh, overall, you look at his earlier career, and then you can look at some of his fights in the UFC. Obviously, his last several fights, he's fought, you know, the absolute top of the food chain because he was the champ, and they're bringing him the very best that they can to, you know, give him a challenge. And, you know, but I think overall, St. Pierre had guys that were bigger stars for a lot of his career that he was fighting. He was able to fight, you know, guys like Matt Hughes multiple times throughout. Yeah. BJ Penn multiple times. You know, he fought, you know, guys like Frank Trigg. You know, he had those fights against him and Jay Haran. And he had a lot of fights that you looked and you go, and he, you know, Nick Diaz, Carlos Condit, John Fitch, Dan Hardy. You know, he had a lot of, you know, pretty big name guys. You know, and then he had the comeback where he ends up beating, 
you know, Michael Bisping, mm -hmm. no matter what anyone wants to say, Michael Bisping was a outstanding fighter, super tough. Didn't have the biggest power in the world, but would knock you out with volume. His podcast you know? isn't that good, though. But I mean, like, it's not as good as ours. No, we're not going to even talk about his podcast. You know? What was it called? Yeah. Louis J. Phil, Louis J. Is Phil you right. and me yeah. up, or me and you yeah. up, or something. Believe in me. Believe in me. Is it believe in me? Believe you me. Whatever. It's the only podcast Dave uh, knows that stuff. Yeah. Look at Dave had to actually come up with the name. We know the name. Dave. We know the name. We know. We know. I, and I, I'm a huge fan of Michael Bisping, even though he's Absolutely. fought Rockhold and beat Rockhold and all that stuff. But I'm a big fan of him. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry, John. So you, you take a look at the name value and stuff. Well, Connor, um, I mean, uh, Khabib's got it in the last bit of his career with, you know, the Connor and the Dustin and the Justin Gaethje. But a lot of them, you know, you look before it and people go, well, it doesn't you know, match up. Mm -hmm. It all comes down to this. Khabib Nurmagomedov every time. He stepped into that cage. He walked out a winner every time. Okay. And that is so hard to do. It's the same as what you're, what you saw tonight with him against Gaethje, you know, coming out. One of the things that I noticed, the first thing gave that big old breath, you know, and blew out air, which is telling me he's nervous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he's human and you're going to be nervous. That's the whole thing. He's human. And the guys that are, you know, those top flight fighters, they fight on nights when everything feels right. Everything is good. They feel fast. They feel strong. They don't get tired. Everything's going their way. And then they fight on those nights where they feel sluggish. They, they could be sick. They have a fever. They feel slow. Everything is going against them. But every night he has found a way to win. And even on good nights, even on bad nights, he has found the way to win. He's an incredible fighter. Right now, you got to say he's the, the very best that's ever done it because there's been rounds where, you know, St. Pierre lost. There's been rounds where John Jones has lost. Fedor at one time was considered the GOAT, you know, and had an incredible string of victories, but, you know, then had big losses, big knockouts. I can only think of one round that I could say Khabib didn't win. And it was a round that he took off. You know, he was getting his air. He got tired. He was catching his air. And Connor against Connor, Connor, I think, won that round. It was the third round of their fight. And then it was he came close, out and though. It was a close him. round, too. Yeah, yeah. But he, you know what? In my opinion, he did the Robbie Lawler. He took the round off. Mm -hmm. I'll give you this round. I know I won the first two. And then I'm going to come out fresh, feeling good. And I'm going to put the pressure back on you. Finish him in the fourth. This fight around. Yeah, and he finished it. Look, Everything you the just... fighter, name me the fighter that you could say has won every freaking round that they have competed in, except for maybe one or two or you know three even. No one. No. No hey, one. Go back to where you just were. Look, you're saying like name power, right? For GSP, yeah. he had Matt Hughes, he had Frank Trigg, he had uh, BJ Penn. Okay, I, I get it with the BJ Penn and the, and the uh, Matt Hughes and the Matt Hughes thing. But like, if I go through the list, he never fought the same guys twice, which means when you fight the same guys twice, like Matt Hughes had to, or or um, uh, or GSP did, the reason why he had to fight them twice because the, the the division wasn't stacked, like this division's stacked. 
So he's fought, he fought. He beat Dos Anjos. He beat Pat Healy, who at the time was on a rise. And no, maybe he's not a huge name. Yeah, he's not a huge. Yeah, name. I get it. But then That's Dos Anjos the is still around, and he still was successful. Was the was the mm-hmm. former champion? He beat him. He beat Edson Barboza, who potentially could end up being fighting for a title here pretty soon. You know, in the one forty five pound division. But he was he's a phenomenal fighter as well. Alec he's a Quinta, phenomenal fighter, but he's not. No, that he's not. Name you can put all of that, you know, status behind. Because yeah. Look at Matt Hughes was the nine time welterweight champion yeah bj penn was a guy that won lightweight and welterweight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you can't I, sit there and stack i agree their names with i that. i agree with you on that but then if you look at the rest of that division it was not really that deep and that's the thing so he had to fight the same guys twice because those same two guys kept yeah. coming to the top they kept rising to the top because that's how fucking good they were so you're not mm-hmm. finding the same two guys all the time because those guys rose to the top he there's been the talent pool in the 155 pound division. Those guys weed themselves out because they're always having to fight the fucking shark and the who's who in that division. That's why I've always said it's the best division in the world. And I know I'm if you, of course, no oh, lightweights, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Okay. And remember, BJ Penn was I've at lightweight. I've never said also. anything Whatever. about lightweights. Whatever. I've said that you go and give, oh, no, as soon as they go, you know, they get to 185, they don't even know nothing. They're garbage at 185. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. That's me being a homer because I'm a lighter uh, guy. But then I look at, you know, he beat Connor, who, Connor, who's considered to be one of the best, most athletic, does performs really well under the lights, brings it every single time. You know, and then the Dustin Poirier, Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje, both those guys are just fucking barn burners of fights. No doubt about yeah, it. Like, I said that. Yeah, I get it. I, I I don't hear what you're saying, but if anyone had a reason to lose tonight, it was Khabib. That's what I was talking about. If anyone had a reason to just like, you know what, tonight's not my night, and just f- succumb to it, it was him. And, and the. It was never a moment in that fight. And as you guys can go back and watch, if you guys scrub through our live show, because that'll go before this when we start talking. If you guys watch it, I'm fucking on the edge of my seat. I'm yelling at the TV. I'm take a shot, shoot the takedown. I hate to see him stand that much only because I know Gagey has power, especially in the first round. But he was doing good in the stand up. In the second he was fine, he was, I told you. But he did take some shots. The thing, the thing is, is that when we got to the second round, I could see when, when Gaethje a couple times had to take a couple deep breaths. He backed away and took some deep breaths in the first round. I was like, okay. And you said it. Adrenaline dump. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I see it too. I see it too. I was like the kid, like, oh, no, oh, no. Okay, get away, get away, get him, get him, get him. Take him down, take him down. Just a total fucking nerd. That's what I am. I'm a nerd when it comes watching my boys. I'm a nerd when it comes to watching fights. When it comes to this, that's why we're in the jobs I, that we I'm are. In, I'm in the same position as you as far as that scene. Exactly. Like I'm I love it though. I'm a nerd. Well, it makes it, I, I love it. It's, in, it's incredible. Um, but if you like I said, there's I think it was was it Rashad? Rashad had said somebody else, somebody said that like there's times where I come to the event and I just don't want to fight. And but you gotta fight. You come in, you yeah. get the win, and you're still trying to fight right. a way to get the win. And he not only has he gotten the win every single fucking time. He has not lost a round except for the Connor round, which you could say he took off. That tells you. And in 30, 29 fights, he has fought the who's who in the 155 pound division. Sure, there's more guys for him to fight, but in that weight class, there will always be more guys for him to fight. In the in the 170, back when uh GSP was champion, there was a couple guys. There was Matt Hughes, there was BJ Penn, Hendricks came along for a second, you know, and then he was gone. 
you know, I think uh, Lawler was there for, you know, and he was the champion. But then by then, GSP was kind of like already kind of on his way out. He kind of had taken his time off after the Hendricks fight, right? I think it was Hendricks. Yep. He had said, I'm going to take some time off, came back and ended up beating uh, Michael Bisbing. To take that amount of time off and come back and win a championship at 185 pounds is absolutely amazing what GSP did. But I'm yeah. still, and this is not a Homer thing. I am still going to put Khabib ahead of GSP, but only by this much. Like slightly, <laughs> slightly. And honestly, I could t I could tell you this. I would put them probably side by side because I have so much respect for GSP. Fucking guy was absolutely just phenomenal, man. Like just a great person. I see him to this day, Both. like Bellator events. I see Both him at stuff. Them. They're great. Both of them are phenomenal people. As individuals and human beings, they're phenomenal people. But I see GSP at like Bellator's or other events. And he always goes out of his way to say hi. He always is always got a smile on his face. He's always the attraction of the room. Like, you know, he's always like, hey, everyone always saying hi. He's always being very respectful. It doesn't matter if you're the fucking door guy to the locker room. He's showing you respect. I, God, I love it. But I'm going to give Khabib the knob a, a tiny bit because he's undefeated. He's undefeated. Never only, only lost one round. Okay. He's only lost one round in his MMA career. And. I don't even know how to go about it. His UFC MMA career. I mean, I didn't uh, his fights before he got to the UFC. Um, he's just dominant, just absolutely dominant the whole time. And the who's who of the the one fifty five pound division, he's he's beat. And I'm gonna give it to him, man. I think he's the goat. You know, you have GSP, you have him. If we're talking Mount Rushmore right now, I'm talking. We got to always put Hoist up there first because he's the guy. <laughs> now you're switching Mount I'm, Rushmore. I'm, I'm going you know how hard it I'm is to, to recarve a face? No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find someone to build it. Go for it. Yeah. It's all it is dynamite. We can get it done. We'll find a hillside. Little, It'll little be carving, sand. Little carving. It's going to be Hoist. It's going to be Khabib. It's going to be GSP. And then we got space for what? One more? Or is it two more? There's only four people. Oh, one more. There's four. There's only, yeah, there's only four on Mount Rushmore. Know your history. Man. I know, but I keep thinking there's five. I don't know why. <laughs> did, it, did we add five somewhere along the line? Anyways. Uh, so I if we had number four, who would be number four? Who would be, you, you know, be your number four? I got to tell you, you know, I, I go with who actually, it's, it, I, I, it's a double for me. Gina Carano was the girl that was the face Ooh, yeah. of women's MMA when it was first coming out. And then. You know, Chris Cyborg had her her moments within it, but Ronda Rousey was the one that brought eyeballs oh. to the you know the female uh, MMA. She's the one that got you know so many other girls into it. I gotta go with Ronda Rousey. Oof. I know a lot of people don't like her, no. and you know obviously that's you know you can have that opinion. I I do know her very well. I like her. She's, She's an absolute like doll. She's, she's a, a great person. She's, a she's just very honest. If she doesn't like something, she's gonna tell you, man. You know what is so, wrong with that? I don't nothing. Get it. That's my whole point. But I think you know, and this is not you know, you can't be misogynistic. So it's got to be a woman up there, in my opinion, because women, yeah. you know, women's MMA is a big part of the sport now. It's a big and I deal. Think, I I think Ronda has a spot. Yeah, she deserves a. Part. I think she'll get replaced though with. Uh, she could with Valentina. Uh, I think maybe maybe could be. Amanda Nunes, but I would say Valentina. Could, Amanda's got to continue to fight. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to sit there and say, ah, oh, you know, you know, you don't you, you don't give Amanda enough credit. I no. give Amanda nothing but credit. She's I good. told Amanda long ago, hey, you know, I talked about her training certain ways. I said you can be champion of the world no doubt in my mind you have the athletic ability it's up here this is what you gotta, yeah. you gotta start to believe you know because she would fight sometimes worried about things 
and now she's got so much confidence and she's so good and she she continues to fight you know being the you know double champ i i think that weight class closes after her next fight yeah but you know she she could definitely take that spot you know because it's an ever-changing mount rushmore yeah i would give i would probably give it to gina only because gina did catapult us to the main event and i'm a strike force homer so that's <laughs> why but ronda came from strike force also and I get it. Um, I would put probably Gina there because they were the first, her and Cyborg were the first females to ever headline. She did lose that fight, though, but she was the reason why you, that fight was there. I want you to think about there. this. Gina, who I love, she's a sweetheart, never was a champion yeah. in Strike Force, never got that belt. That's true. Chris took it. And from, well, let's see, well, different weight class in Bantamweight, when Ronda fought Misha Tate. She took that belt in strike yeah. force. She was given the belt by the UFC because she was the strike force champion coming in there. Mm -hmm. But then she proved that she deserved it when she got the first. Was she given that belt? UFC. I thought the Liz Carmouche yes. fight was for no. the title. That belt was given to Ooh. her before. That's a little salty. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? She, she said she, at the time she said she didn't want it that way. Yeah. She goes, you know, I think I have to earn it, you know, and that's what this fight will prove. And. I, I thought her. she was right. She was always a sweet girl. I always see her like in the you know the back locker rooms and stuff, and she was always smiling and laughing. And people always give her a hard time. I don't. I never had anything against her. I think she's amazing. She's a she sweet, is amazing. She's a doll. Um, I okay okay. You might have changed my mind. I probably would put Ronda. There. <laughs> I get it. I, I I go to the Gina thing only because she is the biggest reason why women's MMA existed because of the. She helped make it what it yeah, was, no doubt. You know, so and it's, it was, uh, and it was a lot of things. Obviously, it was her look. She's a beautiful per person, beautiful woman. Personality, but it was her personality. Itself. Yeah, but she'd fight. And she also fought very aggressive. She wasn't just looks. oh yeah. She would no man. She'd fucking throw stand up. Down. She could. She could fight. Yeah, no, she, she freaking had. She yep. threw straight shots. She had power. Mm -hmm. Gina was fun to watch. Yep, very true. Okay, so yeah, that's our Mount Rushmore, and then we got uh, Ronda's up there. I guess okay, I'm gonna side with you for once in my life. Okay. For once, for once, for once. Okay, so let's that. talk uh, Whitaker and Cannonier. Oh man, Whitaker! I thought he looked so good, and I thought Cannonier did exactly what you know. I, he actually threw the leg kicks, which I was very yeah. impressed with. But he got hurt on that one check, and he kind of went away from it in the first round, and I think that's what lost him the first round because he was winning that first round and then Whitaker came back and was hitting him that the jab was the difference for Whitaker. Yeah. That left hand he hit Cannoneer multiple times with clean shots, snapped him back and when Cannoneer stopped with that leg kick, the jab just progressed and it was that first round that uh, Whitaker ended up taking. You know, then we talked about the second round, it was a super close round but I thought in reverse, Whitaker came out. Then when Cannoneer started getting that leg kick back, I think he overtook him in the second round just by a little bit, but he got it, Yeah, you know, in my opinion. And then the third round when, when, uh, when Cannoneer got hurt, wow. he, him getting up off of the deck eventually when he did, getting back to his feet and then rocking Whitaker just shows what kind of heart Cannoneer has. No quit in him, man. He put on a great performance. I thought they got it right. I thought Whitaker won the fight. But Cannoneer is going to be someone that people are going to have to deal with in the middleweight division for a while. Yeah, I, I thought he did a lot of good things. Uh, he was just, he seemed like he was a little bit of a step behind. He started off great with the leg kicks. You yep. saw Whitaker's leg turn red after like two or three. 
And I was like, oh, he's having success. And like you said, the one thing that he got, he got checked real hard one time. He actually switched his stance after that. Yeah, it hurt him. Yeah, so he switched his stance after that, went to uh, Southpaw. And then he got away from the kicks, and that's when he started kind of losing the fight a little bit. Third round, exactly what you said. Got rocked early, came back, got back to his feet. Then Rock Whitaker just didn't do, just didn't have enough time to get the rest of that round going. That's a almost, fight I almost would have been that fight you want to see the five rounds. The five rounds. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I would have wanted to see that five round fight. Um, I thought overall it was a great fight. It was a great night. It was a great, uh, I want to say great night. It was a great morning of fights for me. <laughs> great morning. Great afternoon fight. for you. Um, let's, let's pull up that division. Let's see who else is in that division, buddy. What you got yeah, there? You got, you got some studs in that one. Yeah, they do. They do have some studs in that division. And I think 185 is always the weakest division, too. It used to be, but yeah. now you can look and you go, ah, man, yeah. yeah, I think 205 now is. I think 205 is the weakest division now. You know, I think you've got two or three guys that are good at 205, but guess what? 85 is not the weakest division. You got Izzy. Izzy's the fucking man. Oh. And you got Robert Whitaker. You got Cannoneer. You got Cost, uh, Costa. You've got Hermanson. Yoel Romero, come on, Romero's at number five. I know he's 48 years old, but Jesus <laughs> Christ, number five, you got Darren Till, Brunson, he's coming, he's, he's, I think he's figured it out on how to fight at a pace. Still got Gastelum in there. Yeah, you got Gastelum in there, you got Wyman making a little bit of a comeback, you got Uriah Hall fighting Anderson Silva coming up, I mean, you've got some fights, and not to mention, you got the Russians that are coming up through the back, the back burner there, Vittori's tough as well, I mean, fuck, that's a stacked division right there. Stack division. Yeah, they got some studs. Um, oh, where was I going with this? You're gonna go with uh, Cannoneer. Who do you think? Who do you think? I mean, like, As where does he go? Where does he go next? And where does Whitaker go next? You know, I, Whitaker's earned uh, another shot. You know, he was the champion. He didn't get an automatic, you know, rematch, yeah. which is I have no problem with. You know, I think that was the right call. But he comes back and he beats Till. That was a really good technical fight. And I think he learned a lot of things as far as patience off of that fight. Mm -hmm. I thought Till was trying. There was a whole lot of go back and watch so many different feigning setups that they were trying to, you know, trap each other into. And neither one's falling for him. So there was a lot of non-action, but there was action. And it was when they would exchange, it was good exchanges. And I thought he deserved to win that fight. It was close. It was narrow, but he gets he gets the nod in that one. And then his performance tonight, you got to love his performance tonight. I thought he freaking fought an outstanding fight against Cannoneer. I thought Cannoneer came in with everything that you could ask of a guy. He withstood it, got hurt in the end, fought smart, got a hold of him at the end when, you know what, he was in, he was feeling that buzz and he was having some problems. Gets him up against the cage, smart, you know, fight overall. I think he deserves the, he deserves the Izzy rematch. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's in a different place right now, too, in his life. I think, yeah. you know, back when he fought Izzy that time versus now, I mean, I don't think he's going to I don't think he's gonna beat Izzy, but I think he deserved the title shot. I'll give it to him. There's nobody else for him to fight. Um, yeah, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing him fight Paulo Costa, but you also get that vibe that, like, if Paulo does win, like, if he's going to fight, he can fight Izzy again. That was a boring fight. Yeah, no, you're not. Not a good fight. So what are you going to do? You're going to at least. Whitaker Izzy fight yeah. was competitive because Whitaker was really coming forward. In fact, he was coming forward way too fast. Which he was it. trying to do too much. The Costa fight, yeah, it, no one was coming forward fast. Izzy was just lighting him up whenever he would come into a range. Yeah, 
and it was just a it was just a you know a difference in styles difference in levels is that stand up and costa was getting hurt and trying to act like he wasn't and wasn't doing anything to make that damage stop yeah, darren till and paul costa would be good that would be a good fight that would be yeah. fun to watch just call me the matchmaker That's but funny. technically if you're if you're uh costa i don't know if till's the best fight for you to come back again in yeah oh till technically is very good stand-up wise bro you just lost a really crappy performance you don't have any any bargaining chips left buddy like you just take what we give you right now yeah. like where was the fighter that fought your romero that's whatever where was the fighter see. that fought johnny hendrix yeah. where was the fight all of them, all man. that stuff anyways uh good stuff and you know as far as uh whitaker yeah i think he just probably goes right to the title shot we'll see what happens well he was number one coming into this one so you know cannoneer was number two number one beats number two the number one gets a shot at the champ so there were some people that wanted us to talk about the uh phil hawes fight wow that was uh, i think it was quick i just talked more right there than the fucking fight took yeah (laughs) it was quick man i'm like what do you want to talk about he went out hey, there and him real quick. He Dude, hit with a clean got hit behind clues. the ear. It took away his equilibrium balance. Then he got hit with a freaking right hand and a, then a left hand that starched him, took his lights out, put him on the ground. I mean, scroll over, Dave. I think it's like 20. Fit, I think it was like 28 seconds. 18. You know, 18. Yeah. 18 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Fit, oh, you you got to figure oh. Phil went to Phil oh, used to work out at Jackson Wink. He oh. used to work out with John Jones and them and then. He went to the Dana White Contender Series. He was, you know, brought in there. He didn't win. He then goes back. He fought in Bellator. He won his fight in Bellator. And, you know, now he's made his way back into the UFC. He is a specimen. He's a He's got good wrestling. He's got good stand-up now. He's got the full package. Just a matter mentally of making things click. You know, he can be a problem for anyone. He is a stud athlete. Yeah, and he just he proved it tonight. He's got power in his hands because, you know, the yeah. shots that he landed, all of them, speed they hurt. And power, speed and power. Yep. Touched everything on the chin. Bop, 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 right behind the ear. Okay, next one. Next fight. Yeah, let's see the next one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Lauren Murphy. She's talking about she wants to be the next title contention. She wants to fight uh, Valentina. Careful what you wish for. Oh. Careful what you wish. I for. love Lauren. Lauren's just, a sweetheart. Yeah. She is one of the nicest people out there. She is, and she's a gamer too. Yeah, yeah, she does. And she, as far as well, she's actually gotten better. Yeah, she has. Because there's her stand up, she used to push a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten a lot crisper. She's not throwing winging shots, a lot of straight shots inside. They get there faster for her. She's looking really good. She does have good wrestling. She's got a great submission game, even though she's never had a submission until tonight. You know, tonight. So she's the full package. It's just she's in that division with the, the yeah. champion that I I look at and I don't think anyone matches up really yeah. well against Valentine. If I was in that division, I would literally just say, "Can I? How, can I make one fifteen? Because <laughs> just it doesn't make any sense. It just like yeah. I feel bad for all the girls that are just waiting around because it sucks that they came at the time that she's there. Shevchenko's fucking nasty, dude. And I don't. I mean, like as much as uh, I think Murphy is is good. It's just the, there's just the levels just not there yet just not here um go back to the card dave we didn't so, talk about uh the the big Walt, ticket Walt harris and volkoff Walt harris and volkoff yeah I, I didn't want to say anything but it was like it just was one of those fights i want the best for Walt harris he just right now i think he's just struggling to figure himself out right now in the cage with the bigger guys 
But I mean, yeah. like that guy, I mean, uh, Volkov is so tall, so long. You could tell like he came out confident and then a couple of those tip kicks, push kicks, and then a couple of the long jabs and the, the game changed. It was like, oh, wow, you guys hit me from like way out here. What am I going to mm -hmm. do? And that was ultimately the, the beginning of the end. You can see one of the things that we're seeing out of Walto, he's having problems with guys that are as long as he is or longer. I think Volkov is a little bit longer. And he's having problems. He had problems with, you know, he, he did great in the beginning with Overeem, mm -hmm. but, you know, gassed out trying to get rid of him. And then you know, Overeem just took over in that fight. He's got to figure out, you know, what he's going to be. He, he faked the takedown a couple of times and he tried for one that was just a horrible attempt. You know, he was yeah. bent over at the waist and it was like he wasn't even worthy of anything. But he's got to figure out what he wants to do. You know, he's got speed, he's got agility for a big man, he's got power in his hands when he throws. Yeah. his left hand and he throws it straight down the pipe he's got got a lot of power on it but yeah. he's not you're not throwing it you're not you're never going to do anything with it and he's got to figure out what he's what you know what he's got to change up to get back into a groove where he is the aggressor in the fight because in his last couple he was the aggressor for a short time in the beginning with over him he was never even the aggressor in this fight Volkov, yeah. you know dominated position dominated where the fight was going to be at and like you said, multiple times hit him with that front push kick and then ended it with it. You know, that toe kick right to the solar plex area just ate him up. So, uh, Tulvasa. Dude, I, it's one of those things when you're looking, I like Stefan Struve. What a good guy he, he is. is. But anytime anybody is able to get inside on him, he's at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. He is so tall and he, and he, his, his head is up and he brings his head up many times. So his chin is sticking up in the air there. Um, he just has a problem when it gets into the clinch game. Yeah. He's got a very aggressive ground game. He's good off of his back. You know, he's good. He, even when he's in the top position, he can do well. But when he is against the cage, I have, I can't remember a time that I thought he was winning the fight in a clinch position against the cage. How does a guy that tall, not have a good knee game. That's, you would think because he's only got to bring his knee up halfway and it touches the other guy's chin. We've seen what was the big tall guy we just had fight? Uh, Maori. What's his? What's Mike's? What is his Steve name? Mike? Maury. Steve Maori. Steve. I call him Mike. I knew it was a, a full like tall Steve. Full like American. Six name. foot eight. <laughs> yeah, he's six <laughs> foot eight. Like he fights in Bellator. Big tall guy. Super athletic. Fighting a guy who's six five and touched his chin he, four times, times with a knee. Why is Stefan Struve not using that? I don't, I don't get know. it. Like he's he's not bad at like controlling the head and the con but he just doesn't need the head. Like get your back off the fence and throw some knees in there. How are you yeah. not how do you not have one of the best knee games in the business? I don't get it. What was the big call? What was the other big tall MMA guy that fought in Pride? Be fought in K1 also. Oh, you're talking about Semi Shell. Yes. He got a great push kick and he had fucking phenomenal knees. Oh, dude, he was he was also the K one Grand Prix champion. How many times? I know, but how do you not? How do you not try to fight like guys like that, being as tall and long as you are? He was six eleven. Semi shield, yeah. Semi shield was six eleven. I'll tell you what. One time, I was doing a semi shield fight. He was fighting Pete Williams, and Pete Williams ends up having semi shield in his guard. And semi shield grabs Pete's wrist. Mm -hmm. Pete goes to roll his wrist out, and he can't. And he can't do anything to get rid of yeah. Semi holding his wrist. 
and he's looking at me. I'm like, man, you better figure it out, dude. I Let go the, with your legs. I, I had the same fucking problem when I fought Tony Ferguson. He would just grab my wrist, and I was like, his fucking enormous hands just go right around my whole wrist. I couldn't, I couldn't roll out. I couldn't do anything. I'm like, all right, this is bullshit. <laughs> it's, t- it's tough. It's tough when you're on top in someone's garden. They've got your wrist, and you yeah. can do nothing. You're like, this, this is fucking garbage. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so look, scroll up a little bit, Dave. The fight for me, the full, the fight of the night to me was the Casey oh, Kenny and Daniel Wood. What the a fight. Fuck, I don't know how that fight did not make the main card. How, how fast and Jeez. how much output did those guys do in that fight? If those guys didn't get bonuses, they got fucked. Sorry. If those guys didn't get bonuses, they got fucked. That fight look, was phenomenal. Take a look at my my pick on my bookie with that fight. Hello. Did you pick it? Oh, yeah. You did? Who did you pick? You picked him to win? Yep. Mm, I don't know if I believe you. You got me to you got me to vote on Walt Harris. Yeah, that was my only loss. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm gonna have to go through this whole I'm thing. I'm so glad that you picked it, it too. <laughs> yeah. I almost bet it all on Khabib, but I don't bet on my friends. <laughs> I don't and make it. Dude, like you were I'm nervous changed. enough as it was. That was horrible. Can you imagine losing five hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all of that to win like another four hundred. <laughs> it was like, yeah. oh shit. Oh hell no, man. He, well, what, no, it, it was. Up, what, it, was two, plus, it was plus. It three, ended up at plus three twenty-five. Was it? No, he would have been minus three. Sorry, minus. Sorry, yeah, minus minus three twenty-five. Okay. So you bet five hundred and you win. I don't even know. I got, I would have got, I would have been, I just don't bet on my friends. I don't bet on my friends, man. It's already stressful enough to fucking, to watch them and to corner them or to do anything. You know, it's it's brutal. All right. Um, yeah, to me, what'd you think of that fight? The output, the, the technique, the exchanges, the, the tenacity, the conditioning. I just, I can go on and on and on how good those two kids are. The shots that each one took at times. Yes. I mean, it was the, the the low kick that Wood was putting on Casey Kinney was beautiful at times. Just stinging, snap, snap, snap. He did yeah. it, you know, almost in combination at times. And it was like, God damn, man, you know. But then Kinney would just come back at him and light him up. Mm-hmm. Hit him with a beautiful freaking right hand left counter. And it was like just snapping his head back. And you go shit crazy what a fight that was that was that's what makes it all worthwhile right there that kind of fight yep those guys were just phenomenal i mean the output the energy i don't know how i i would have i would have died in a heart attack in about the first two minutes i text you over some stuff what was uh what was i texting you guys i just what what i, what I wanted to talk about today oh i wanted to talk about Dun, dun, dun. Leon Edwards. You said you want to talk the about the Leon Edwards. We talked about him and Chimeyev. Him getting forced to fucking fight Chimeyev because UFC took him off the rankings. They said, "Take <laughs> this fight, or you can fuck off." <laughs> and so he took the fight. Um, I I think he should have just held out. That's what I think. Like, hey, give me someone in the top ten, and I'll take it. Not not him. You, there's not enough information on the guy yet. Yeah, but you, okay. Let's be honest. He hasn't fought in how long? Leon yeah, but, Edwards is but he has not, not the guy in over a year. Pull up the rankings for 170 for me, please. I would have given here's the, here's the problem with the fight. Here's the problem with the fight. If you're Leon Edwards and you lose, 
you, you're dropping way down and you're never going to get that shot. Never. Okay. So, well, that's if you lose, but if even you're, if you win and you don't if, look, hold good. on. If, if you're, if you're Leon Edwards and you win, but it's a tough fight. Yeah. You'll, you'll maintain your position, but you might not get that shot because yep. you didn't win impressively against the guy they're going to say is a young fighter. So what you've got to do is you got to go out there and starch the guy which is not going to be easy to do because he's a good fighter. Mm -hmm. And then if you starch him, now everyone, all the homers are going to say, oh, Chimaev was never any good anyways. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you'll get no credit for beating someone that's actually really good. Why? Did I, here's the thing. I don't know why they didn't give Chimaev Neil Magny. Neil Magny that's said he what I, take, he And he wanted it. And he's like, he yeah, wanted it. Why? Why not just give him I that don't fight? know. Why I, Why put him against Leon Edwards, who's number three? Why? I just... I just ugh. It's funny they put him back as well. They put Leon back in the rankings. Of course, he took the fight. Of course they did. As soon as, they, as soon as he took the fight, they said, okay, you can have the ranking back. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, who are you going to put Leon against, though? Gilbert Burns is already in line, I guess, for the title shot. Colby's... You could have put Leon and Colby. You could have put him against Colby. Yeah, I don't understand You could why. put him against yeah. Masvidal, but I don't think Masvidal is going to take it. No, he, put him against he was smart, he wouldn't take it, because there's just okay, not enough money but, involved. They, they, well, the money involved is what they decide and what he feels comfortable with. Yeah, but if they're, but if they're doing numbers, the, pay-per-view numbers. You, which if you talk about having something where you can say, I can build upon, they had that little thing after the Till fight. Yeah. You know, they had that little scrape in the back where yeah. Masvidal walked over with his hands behind his back. and then Two-piece in the soda. Yeah, Two-piece in the soda, man. Soon it'll be a three-piece. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it's a little disrespectful they gave him Chimaev, and I think it's it's shitty that they made him take the fight. I don't really know the we don't, obviously no no one knows the full um, dynamic of how it all came about, but that's a shitty situation to be in, man. It's, you're being number three, you basically were in line for the title shot. You were next. Gilbert jumped you. You yep. know, Colby's in that conversation now when he shouldn't, you know, when he, when he thought he shouldn't have been. I mean, I get it. I understand. I know where, where Leon is. But, I mean, like I said earlier, this is why fighters end up leaving Bellator or leaving uh, the UFC to go to Bellator. It's because that's what happens. Right. They're like, they don't they get disrespected. Phil Davis was that way. Uh, Lorenz Larkin was that way. Gegard Masasi was that way. Chris Cyborg was that way. I mean, they left winning their fights. And then, Benson Henderson. Yeah, yeah, Benson Henderson left winning because there's no respect. And I get it. I understand, like, th these guys, I mean, they're good. It's just the problem is they just don't want to – they don't uh, – the UFC just doesn't – it's not using them the way that they would like to be used. They want this, the same opportunity. And unless you have a big mouth and speak a lot of shit or talk a lot of shit, you're not going to get what you need, you know? And Well, it's, it's you look at, every, look at every one of the fighters that you just named. Phil Davis. Big Super mouth. Super respectful. Super guy. Benson Just Henderson. a great Super guy. Respectful. Benson Henderson, one of the nicest, cleanest athletes. Lorenz Larkin a got a little guy. trash talking him. Lorenz Larkin got a little. It's, not it's very really, mild. man. It's Lorenz mild. is not bad at all, it's man. Mild. Yeah, pretty mild. Okay. Yeah. So you, you're looking at, you know, Gegard Musasi. Now there's a trash talker. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a you guy. You might get really two words out of him, period. <laughs> Even in a normal conversation with his friends. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, I get it. Yep. Um, okay, so there, what else? There was something else we want to talk about, not to Chimaev. What else? Oh, you were Connor. talking about Connor and, and Verdum. Yeah, they got Twitter battle. beef, baby. I beef. never saw it. Yeah. What, what says, did they get into? So Connor says he was talking about Bellator. He said it's crazy to think the Bellator still not have a performance enhancing drug system in place. I saw that. It is long overdue time for the promotion to adopt 
Reputation is testing body in order to keep its clean athletes safe. What do you think about that? Fabricio, for, let me read Fabricio's okay, response. Losers will always try to find excuses. Champions work very hard and don't distract by ants. So Chris Cyborg is a living legend. McGregor is a, I don't even know what that is. Fella da puta. Yeah, I think it's like a puta. And it must puta. be something in Portuguese. Yeah, it's Portuguese, yeah. <laughs> um, look, I don't I don't know where, I don't even know why Verdum got involved in the whole conversation. Just let Connor talk. Here's, John, you, this is more your area of expertise. The the testing that California Commission does is fucking pretty mm -hmm. damn good. Yeah, now, it's as good as USADA's. Yeah, but the only thing is they don't, they don't test them randomly at five in the morning. Um, yes, they do at times. Okay. Once the contract is signed. When yes. They are once, the, not no, once they're a licensed athlete, you got to figure here's the difference. When, when you sign a contract with the UFC, you're also signing a contract with USADA. Now you're part of the USADA program and to, to be part of that UFC, you know, roster, you have to be part of, you saw the program. So you're signing over certain things as far as you've now got to uh, tell them basically where you're going to be at all times. You have to be within, usually they'll say one hour responding to a location that you said you were going to be at in time for you to be tested. There's, you have all these requirements and stuff. Now, obviously, if you're going to go somewhere, you tell them, hey, I'm going to be here. So they know they could end up showing up where you're supposedly going and call you and say, we want to test you, but you're under that USADA wing. The, the real problem is this. They can do that at any time, at any location, and that's what, you know, because you've signed over that right to them. The difference being with an athletic commission, an athletic commission cannot test you if you are not licensed by that athletic commission. They have no power over you. They have no right to do that only when you're a licensed athlete. So now you can be a licensed athlete. You can have, you know, your fight is going to come up. You, you uh, apply for the license and your fight is going to be, you know, eight, 12 weeks away, but you apply for the license and they grant you the license and they'll tell you as soon as you know, Hey, get the license because sometimes there are delays. So they want you to get it. So you get it. So now anytime within that time frame between you getting that license, applying for it, them giving you the license and your fight, you know, basically 12 hours window wise after it, they can test you at any time and you have to respond for that test. Now, has that happened? Yes. The Mohegan Sun where Bellator goes a lot, Mike Mazzulli. I've seen Mike Mazzulli fly to other countries, you know, to test somebody. You know, Mirko Krokop was, you know, Bellator was in Italy. Mike Mazzulli goes to Croatia to show up at Mirko Krokop's to, to test him and, and did. He has done it, you know, with quite a few athletes. So once you're licensed, they can test you. The difference being, if you're not licensed, they have no power over you. They can't test you because they can't just come and invade your life. Is USADA a good program? Yes. Is USADA a good program? Also, no. Sometimes they're unfair. And I'm the first person to say, I don't want any cheaters in the sport. But when someone is tested and then pops for something and then they say, hey, man, I didn't take anything. And they say, well, what, what were you taking? And you, you give them, you know, your over-the-counter supplements from GNC and 
they go and buy not they don't take your products they will eventually but they go and buy that product from GNC tested and it comes up with what you are popping for it's not your fault you can't be you know yeah. and what they're going to say is well you shouldn't have taken that product you know come on man it's i sounded like joe biden right there <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of an athlete is either trying to cheat or they're not and yeah. too many times with usada this is my only complaint with those guys with you know the whole thing is they have to win. Yeah. It's, it becomes almost like, you know, the, the district attorney, you know, I'll, I'll give you this plea bargain when they know eh, we don't have anything on them, but they're going to try to get something to show that they win. Yeah. And USADA has done that with fighters and it's wrong. If, if you can prove that they didn't do something knowingly to, you know, pop or cheat as you would, you know, try to say, then, Hey, say, you know what? We found the problem. You're not going to take, don't take this stuff anymore and move on from it, but you don't have to win. Yeah. Here's the thing though, with John, like, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's would even be relevant with MMA because we don't make enough money period fighters in MMA don't make enough money is that those athletes in general, football player, basketball player can get in cahoots with a performance enhancing company say, or whatever, or a uh, supplement company. And then they know what's in there that helps benefit them. And they can buy that product in cahoots with that company. Now there's a lot on the line for that company to do something stupid enough for that. But there's also a lot of money involved with athletes that are like a LeBron or a whoever else, you know, like somebody at the high level and that makes a killing and they get tested and they get tested. They got tested for this. Well, guess what? We went out and bought a hundred different samples from a GNC and they all came back that way. But yeah, they put them out that way because now you can go in and claim that you bought it over the counter and that it had it in there. And you you think that's it. what they're doing? No, I'm just saying it could be done that way. No, <laughs> I'm just on, simply man. saying it could be that's done it, that way. That's ridiculous. I know it is. To think that a company is going to purposely do that for this one athlete. But the companies do it happen. purposely anyways for people to buy it and see results. Well, that's because they do it for results. Yes. So why not? Why not get paid to do it? That's the thing. Why not get, why not have an athlete pay you to do it? Knowing that they can, you can put it on the shelves. You're going to do it anyways. You might as well have an athlete pay you to do it and still make money. Cause more people are out getting results for it. I get what you're saying. I think it's dumb too, but I'm saying that it could be something that could be worked in cahoots with athletes, athletes that obviously make more money than MMA guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, would say, I would say LeBron makes a little bit more. What? I, well, here's the thing. Connor had a good comeback with Verdum. Aren't you on suspension for steroids? That well, kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't know if he is. I don't know if. He no, can. he was. He is not. But he was yeah. at one time. Yeah. So, look, I, I don't really think the exchange between the two of them. Does Connor have a point? No, I don't think so. Only based on the fact is the athletes get tested basically the same test, the same type of test. Correct? Am I right? Okay, yeah. there's that. Now, here's the one thing. The, the the thing that I will talk about is I didn't fight in California for, or not in California. Let's just say I didn't, I didn't fight in Nevada for two or three years. Yeah, I was going to say, you fought in California a lot, dude. I, I don't did. know if you remember. I fought a lot. You've been, you've been hit a lot, I understand. CTE, you might yeah, not I remember get it. That. I get it. And putting up with Dave shit, I just lost it on my mind. <laughs> but when I, I haven't fought, I didn't fight in Vegas for a long time, Okay. Yeah. Now, if I was to go to Vegas and, and say I was going to fight there, I don't file for my license way before I get there. I file the week of. I file the week I get there. 
So that being said, and you just cleared up what I was thinking. I'm like, why can't, as soon as the contract's signed, I'm going to fight in that state. But you're saying, because I don't have a license there yet. So they don't test you. That makes complete sense now. I always wondered, I'm like, once the battle agreement signed, you know I'm going to fight in your state. Why can't that state come and test me? When I was fighting in California, because I always pretty much fought in California. There was a random couple of times I didn't fight uh, in California. Like I want to say twice in my whole strike force career. The rest of the time I fought in California, they would randomly show up as soon as my battle agreement was signed, like a week before, like the week after I signed it, they would show up or they'd say, hey, you have to report to uh, this lab company tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. 8 a.m. Don't be late or your your license is suspended. Go there, yep. take my test. Da -da. And then like two weeks later, do it again. And then like the week of the fight, do it again. And then at yep. the week of the fight, the day at the night of the they fight, weigh -ins. Day, yeah, weigh-ins or whatever, they would hit you up whenever. Like, you know, I got tested so fucking much. It was crazy. It was <laughs> but you crazy. Got good at peeing in a cup. But I was always fighting in California. So now it makes sense. I'm like, how do how come these guys, none of these other guys get tested as much as me? You know, I mean, I would talk to other fighters that were from AKA that were fought in, in, in Strike Force, and they're like, oh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I've only got tested like once. Well, and you got to figure you as when you were fighting, you're fighting in California. So you're licensed for that year. Yes. Okay. And so you're fighting once, maybe twice. And so you're, it just keeps on. Yeah. You, you were licensed yeah, for years, forever, forever years straight by yeah. the state of California. Like probably at least 10. I would say at least. No, I'm the now, one, one of the things that. that they can do and has been done is we'll say the state of Nevada is uh, getting a a, uh, a show and they have on the bout sheet, you are scheduled to fight and you try to hold back as far as being tested you know, or hold back on getting your license so they can't test you. They can go to a state that does hold a license on you and say, hey, we would like to test this person. We don't have a license. You do. Can you run a test for us? We'll wow. pay for it. And that has been done. So, Interesting. you know, is it perfect? No, there's, no. but there is no perfect. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, and I think Connor's right as far as, hey, everyone should be fighting on the same level platform. There's, you know, if, if you can find the cheaters, find them, get rid of them, suspend them, you know, whatever it is. But what needs to be thought about is the UFC puts out a lot of money for that USADA program. You know, and they did that for certain reasons because they were starting to have some problems with some of the fighters and being tested by the state athletic commissions and by uh, getting in trouble. And then they, when they were going outside, you see, you got to figure Bellator uses a true athletic commission to go out of country. The UFC doesn't. UFC self-regulates. Mm -hmm. Okay. If there is no commission there, you know, similar to what, you know, Abu Dhabi, they self-regulate. Now, obviously they know how to self-regulate. That's what Mark Ratner does. He came from the state of Nevada. He's, you know, considered, you know, the greatest you know, regulator there was. He's, he, everyone you know, respects Mark. And so he does it in a, you know, in a, in a true fashion when, you know, he's going to regulate those things. I feel but like there's more you want to say. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you could take a look. I'm just going to be, even then things can answer. go wrong because yeah. you can look at, at Khabib's weigh-in. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to blame Khabib for that weigh-in, but whoever was the person at the scale made a mistake. They made a mistake because they made Khabib look bad. All right. He had, I'm not saying he had anything to do he with had no it. No issues making weight, by the way. Well, I'm not, I get but it. they did make it look like there's a problem yeah. when that bar is going up and you see the guy slide the thing back. 
Yeah. All he had to do is wait for it to come and level itself back out, but he didn't. So he puts doubt out there and he makes controversy where maybe there shouldn't ever have been controversy. Yeah. And so that's, you know, and that can happen in any athletic commission regulatory wise, it can happen. But when they self-regulate where the UFC ended up having problems was, you know, and uh, someone that you used to train with at times, it was Kung Lee. Yeah. Kung Lee got popped when he was in Macau and they became, you got to figure they are now the regulatory body being the UFC. And now they have to bring punishment onto the fighter and all of that just blew up in their face. That's why they went to USADA. They went to USADA to say, we want nothing to do with the testing. We want nothing to do with the punishment. You decide you're in control of that. We will accept what you decide. And that's why they have the system that they have now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like that was very complicated. Everything you just said, <laughs> that's a whole lot of, that's a it whole lot of self-regulation and, and you got to make sure that the people that you that are doing that self-regulation, who's, who's checking the checkers. That's the thing. I was like, who's checking well, the fact checkers. That is. And so, um, I don't know. Um, who knows? I, I think, I think the whole show was good. I think the whole, all the, the fights were good. I think, uh, Connor and Verdum, it's just, it's a cliff note in, in what's going on right now in the whole sport. There's a lot of great things coming up. Um, we've got Gegard and, uh, Musasi next week for the next week. Champ, that's a great fight. Champ champ. You know, we've got that. We've got, uh, the fights today were good. There's a lot of reaction already right now where could be announcing his retirement. I think there's just so much, uh, to talk about. But I mean, we have another show this week, so <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about this though. You know, it's especially in this year, which has been a fucking strange year with everything going on. You, you know, don't, you don't say you being a guy that, you know, you own a gym and you know, all the problems of being a gym owner at this time and what's going on with training and all the different things with everything going bad for MMA. This hasn't been a bad year. It's been a pretty incredible year. Well, because it all the really other has. sports put their fucking foot in their mouth. Well, I'm not. I'm That's, just saying you got to say for MMA, man. MMA has thrived now in the last, you know, since uh, May. Yeah. You know, made and now it's been thriving. It's incredible. The the fights have been incredible. The turnover is absolutely incredible. How many fights there have been, and everyone has been performing, man. These 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 fighters have been just putting it on the line. You know, I appreciate everything in this wacky year. Yeah. Fights have been one of the, the shining elements of it. Well, people like the one thing with the fight game, right? It's an individual sport, so you don't have teams. Yeah. And look, I don't care about people's political views and all that stuff, but the fight game has not been that way since we've gotten back to having fights. And so that's the only issue is that is that no matter how you feel on one side or the other, people go to sports to get away from what goes on in real life. Oh, I yeah. tune in to watch boxing. I tune in to watch football. I tune in to watch basketball, baseball, all that stuff. I tune in to watch all sports to get away from the fact that I couldn't pay rent or my mortgage was, I can't, I didn't get enough hours this week to make my mortgage, you know, or my gym is struggling or, you know, my, my clothing company's not making money or my internet and my website's not working. My YouTube channel's not doing well. They come to sports to get away from that. Fighting has brought that to them. Other sports have brought that into it and it's become a problem. You've already seen the NBA commissioner come out and say, we will not be having any logos, anything going on on the, on the uh, court. 
or on jerseys next year. We're getting away from it because the numbers have dropped. And well, they've also they made a huge mistake. I don't want they don't made a huge it. mistake. Yeah, I don't no, wanna, they made I don't a huge mistake. That. I would just simply say that I would simply just say that people go to sports to get away from it, John. Let's just leave it. I, absolutely right. <laughs> that's your whole thing. People you know, get it's a reprieve from the real world. Yes, and that's what I need. That's all it is. And you need to understand yep. that reprieve can be multiple ways for different people, and yep. you've got to make it centered for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and I think fighting's done that. Common I think sense. Fighting, yeah. fighting has done that, whether it's whether it's uh, UFC, whether but even boxing. Boxing's had some good fights as well during this time. Yeah. You know, boxing's done a good job of doing that as well. And then, you know, with Bellator, and then I'm waiting for the other shows to come on board as well. There's a lot of action to be had in, this, in the fight industry, you know. And, uh, like, you know, baseball's pretty much almost over. You've got NBA just finished. You've got football is still going right now, but they're struggling because they've got a ton of the COVID people happening. So fights, uh, not fights, but games being pushed. You know, but yes, what you got to say? I was going to say, it's the one time you can say, thank God for the Reebok uniforms. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, hey, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. And remember, hit up mybookie.ag or mybookie.com. That'll take you to the same website. Use the promo code Wayne in and they will double your first deposit. Your very first one only. So if I put in 500, I get another 500. That's a thousand dollars I can gamble with. If I put in a thousand. They give me another thousand. Okay, it's only good for up to a thousand dollars. So uh, go ahead and take advantage of that. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. John, you got anything else to say besides? See ya. <laughs>